0: We are brought to you by Boss Bears Supplements. That's Boss Bears Supplements at BossBears.co. Hard work, consistency, and determination are difficult to sustain when your mind and body can't keep up. Fuel your body with what it needs to perform like a boss. Whether you're closing deals, pitching a new business idea, or training in the gym, Boss Bears take your hustle to the next level. Our ingredients are the highest quality with potency and serving sizes that are the gold standard in the industry. Check out all of Boss Bear's products at bossbears.co. They have apple cider vinegar gummies. They have ashwagandha. They have all kinds of supplements in delicious gummy form. They also have them in pill form if you don't want the gummies. I prefer the gummies. They are delicious and I've tried the apple cider vinegar They are very good. Uh, Use code Nikki at checkout to save 10%. That's bossbears.co code Nikki. We are brought to you by Clout Power Supplements. Uh, That's K-L-O-U-T-P-W-R.com. So here I have the uh, protein, the cravings protein from Clout. This one is the salted caramel. This is some of the best protein that I've ever had in my life. It's actually delicious. Um, I I like the salted caramel and the cinnamon swirl are my two favorites. Uh, Also, their pre-workouts are amazing. So they have the Karma nootropic pre-workout. It's a nootropic and focused pre-workout. It's a lower stimulant formula, zero itch formula. It has four trademark ingredients and it's fully has fully dosed ingredients. Uh, So far, the Arctic Cherry is probably my favorite of the Karma pre-workout. Also, try the Nero Aminos from them. And also, the High Stimulant Mamba is some of my favorite, too. And I really like the Arctic Cherry of that one. So go to cloutpower.com and use code NIKKI to save 15%. K-L-O-U-T-P-W-R.com code nikki to save 15% Okay everybody, welcome to the Nikki Free Podcast. And we're here with Lorraine Sandian. And you? how are you?
1: Doing good, Nick.
0: Doing good. Okay. Well, so Lorraine is an interior decorator, correct? Designer. Okay.
1: What does that entail? <laughs> um about so in our profession, technically, in order to refer to yourself as an interior designer, you have to, you have to have actually had formal education and a degree.
0: Okay, so is that different from interior decorator?
1: So, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one um, who would refer themselves as a decorator um, is um, probably probably doesn't have. So, the educational background or certification or degree.
2: Gotcha. So it, to be it's an interior designer,
1: yeah.
0: what kind of uh, education do you need to get?
1: Well, when I graduated in
2: 1998. Uh-huh. That's just a few. That's not long ago at all. <laughs> yes. A couple years ago. <laughs> um, I, uh,
1: I was able to uh, get my degree in a, a, as a three-year Okay. Yeah. Graduate. Awesome. So.
0: What got you into that? Just have a, had a love for it?
1: You know, I've always been an artistic person. hmm And I looked at all kinds of career paths that involved anything related to art. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I love to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I, I gravitate towards anything artistic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I, I also, th- when thinking about my career path, um, I looked into even psychology. Right. Uh, specifically child psychology. But mm-hmm. then I uh, quickly yeah, got swayed away from that career. <laughs> so what, what was
0: it that interested you in psychology?
1: You know, I just, I... I'm fascinated with just...
0: How the human brain works.
1: Yeah, the human mind. Um, just, uh, I, I'm, I'm a very... Uh, I consider myself a very... Uh, I have to have a very strong intuition. Um, yeah,
0: so you can, like, and, feel and people's
1: energies and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, and to try to understand, you know, all the parts and pieces that go into people's, um, you know, what makes them who they are, right. you know, I'm just fascinated with all that stuff, even as a, um, uh, as a kid at a young age, when I could access, you know, um, those teen, teeny ma- teen magazines, yeah. <laughs> I would always, Tiger Beat, yeah, all that teen kind of stuff,
0: Bop. <laughs> 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 who was like on the cover of that when you were a kid, like when you were buying those, who would have been like the, who was the heartthrob back then, oh,
1: probably guys were maybe, like, Corey Haim, all the Corys, Corey Feldman. All the Feldman. Corys, Corey
0: Feldman. Yeah. He's Donatello, by the way, yeah. from was, Ninja Turtles. Was he? He was Donatello, the voice, yeah.
1: No way. Yeah, oh, the, wow. the OG
0: Ninja Turtle movie, that's Corey Feldman.
1: Wow, I never
0: knew that. Yeah, that's yeah. just some, some nerd Nick nerd
1: uh, <laughs> trivia. But yeah, so I'm at Ninja 80s. Turtle
0: trivia. Yeah, I... Um, so the Corys on the cover, mm-hmm. and... Reading about all the relationships. So
1: I, yeah, I always went straight to the quizzes. Yeah, I went straight to the quizzes. So what's your sign? My sign. Yeah. Like my astrological yeah. sign. Yeah. <laughs> <Is that> like... <laughs> um, well, according to Eastern astrology, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a Libra.
0: Okay, that makes sense. The scales. That makes sense. My friend who is got her master's in psychology, she's also a Libra. Oh.
1: Yeah. So like
0: it must be a thing. Yeah. Maybe. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Yeah.
1: And what is... That? I don't know.
0: It means you're, like, born in the beginning of January.
1: So.
0: <laughs> and I know, like, Jesus, he was one.
1: Okay. So. <laughs> wow, so you, can you walk in water?
0: Jesus and Eddie. <laughs> Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, too. He's a Capricorn. So, and Jesus. So I'm like, okay, I'm in good company, at
1: least. Right here. on. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: But, uh, no, I don't know. Psychology is interesting. Um,
1: yeah, so that was... I saw, I looked into interior design and I saw the artistic side and I loved that aspect of it, but I didn't realize how much psych, you know, just how much psychology is involved.
0: And is that because, is that because like dealing with the customers or like how the room makes people feel or like all of it? Yeah. Yeah. So like what part, what, how does psychology play into that interior design?
1: Um, well, you know, with, with, Interior designers versus architects, we look at things from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Architects look at things from the outside in. So um, I look at what we do kind of as problem solvers because, um, you know, we're cater we're designing spaces catered to the individuals that are going to be occupying that space. Mm -hmm. And so we have freedom to move walls if they're not structural, obviously. Right, right. (laughs) And to add color and to add, you know, a a certain ambiance. So we really are creating environments for specific for those people living in them or occupying them. And so, yeah, where the psychology is involved in that, I mean, there's a psychology of color. There's a psychology of just... Spatially, like mm-hmm. you know, when you walk into space, the energy that you you get. And you so you feel. have to try to
0: tailor that to the people their their needs basically. So you kind of have. There's to... There's a lot
1: of asking questions. There's a lot of trying to understand and get to know. And so the you're end you're, user. you're kind of
0: an intuitive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you can kind of pick up on their energies and try to match them with the right.
1: hmm
0: okay that makes sense yeah <laughs> that's probably tough sometimes
1: yeah yeah well it, it's yeah. it's um it's a science right it really is i so i'm kind of a nerd when it comes to that type of stuff oh, i can yeah. geek out when it when so it comes like if you get get in a room with
0: other interior designers you can like totally
2: geek out over it <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah like like you know i they're there's that artistic side of me, very right brain, yes. but then I have a very strong left brain too, which is and like wait, the which logical one's right? side.
0: Okay, left brain's logical, right brain is creative. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, the creative stuff's cool. Like, so what, did you draw a lot when you were a kid? Like, mm-hmm. just drawing pictures and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And what did I you... always
1: did coloring contests.
0: Yeah. And, what did yeah, you draw? I would always win
1: them too. <laughs>
0: did you have, like, your teachers, like, look, like, oh, wow, this is good art, like.
1: Oh yeah, I used to get like extra credit points for my handwriting.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, this is. I don't know
1: about today though. Now I think there's been a decline in my my. Oh yeah, because because we never write anymore. No, we're all texting. Everything's on
0: the computer. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're doing interior design, is that something where you use a lot of like computer programs now to do it, or is that? I was going to say, they probably use a lot of that now, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. So much stuff is uh, Like, you can probably mock,
0: mock up things digitally and all that uh, to, mm-hmm. to show customers. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of... Um, do you get a lot of jobs around here? Like, big jobs, small jobs, or what is...
1: Well, um, so I've, I've worked in uh, mostly residential design. Okay. And... Um, uh, what I do today is I, I manage a design showroom. Mm-hmm. I, um, I work for a, uh, a remodeler. We're yeah. a general contractor. We remodel, um, do home renovations, kitchens, custom kitchens, and baths. Um, and I do all the product ordering, procurement, and I deal with the customers and some of the design. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I've been doing that for the last five years. Um, Prior to that, I used to uh, be in the furniture sales
2: Ooh, yeah. business,
1: and I used to be a color consultant for a paint company in Bellevue. Mm. Um, so there's different there's there's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of areas in our industry where designers can you know di- have different roles. Right. Um, but I have mostly yeah been involved in residential design.
0: So do you have any certain, like, favorite styles of design or your own? Like, do you have, like, any Because kind of, I don't even know the types of, you know, design there is. But you probably have favorites and stuff, don't you? Or, like, certain styles that you like better than others? I or?
1: do gravitate towards some classic contemporary yeah. type of looks. And what would that be like? So, you know, I, I like clean. I like fresh... But I also like detail, like traditional details. Okay. So, you know, put me in a contemporary home, but I'll stick some, you know, um, uh, you know, European millwork work in there somewhere. Is that like or woodwork like, stuff? Yeah. 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 So okay. uh, the architectural details, um, I, I, I tend to like some that are on the more traditional side, but I you could... Probably call what I yeah, but I what I like maybe classic contemporary. Okay. There's so many. So
0: is there like is it's there. like you you can basically create a mood of a room with just how you design it, huh?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like how it's gonna feel based on what's gonna happen in that room, and that's probably pretty interesting when you get into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. During COVID, especially, I mean, we were the busiest we'd ever been. Mm-hmm. People were finally like living in their homes an experience they weren't at work all like. the time <laughs> yeah they, they wanted their
0: space to be good <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah that were makes l- sense living
1: in their homes working out of their homes doing school out of their homes uh-huh. and and so they yeah we we became um yeah a solution yeah maybe or maybe they there's there's
0: had the time like, for the first time to like focus on their home because they weren't absolutely. at work all the time like yeah so what's up with that like um 90s like sponge paint thing so, like, when I when I moved in here, the bathroom was horrendous. Like, it was, like, this ugly, like, it was, like, I think a white wall with, like, this ugly green, like, sponge painted all over it. Seafoam green. Yeah, like, seafoam green, <laughs> just, like, the nastiest color. And I'm, like, I got to do something to this bathroom. So, I, I ended up, um, I mean, it's not like I did a great job, but it looks a lot better. Like, I put down some like panel flooring in there that's like that fake kind of like gray woodwork so the floor yeah. looks better um and then I I painted the cupboards black painted the walls white got a black shower curtain put up some art and it like made a whole different but I'm like what how did anybody ever like that ugly sponge paint I've been
1: in so many different homes I you I... look
0: at some of the old stuff and you're like what were people thinking <laughs> And I suppose like now some days people will come back to this time oh yeah What's popular right now, and they'll look back like, ooh, what were they thinking in 2023? That's horrible. Well, but...
1: think about fashion.
0: Because right? it all changes. Ooh, are you into fashion, too? Oh, yeah.
1: I love fashion, too. Yeah. yeah well, we should... I almost thought about being a fashion designer, too. I mean, there were so many things. You
0: should that do, do that like on the do. side, too. What's your favorite, like, fashion stuff? Oh. Um, like, what's the... I don't even know like, what fashion's doing right
1: like, now. Like, couture? Fashion design label? Brand
0: I don't know. That's... Let's rock. start rocking some <laughs> Gucci stuff. Like... <laughs>
1: I yeah, don't. Was, I don't know,
0: but I do like fashion. It's cool. You, you know what like,
1: what's funny is I, I love it and I appreciate that stuff, but I don't. I don't even own a, a Louis Vuitton purse. Well, it's kind of silly yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like I.
0: You're paying for a name, basically. Yeah.
1: To me, it's yeah. I, I mean, I, I it's love a cl- them. They're it's beautiful. It's a clout
0: thing. <laughs> Someday when we're rich, we'll all start rocking. Maybe. We'll be wearing Gucci belts and louis vuitton bags and
1: you know yeah it's 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 yeah it was a field that i kind of looked into as well but yeah going to why i brought up fashion it's like you know, we look at old pictures from, like, maybe 15, 20 years ago, and we're like, yeah. what were they thinking wearing that? And design kind of goes with that, too. Like,
0: it's all, it's it's the same yeah. thing. It just changes in, like, different it's, eras, right? Oh, yeah,
1: 15 to 20 years. Because I'm imagining, changing. like,
0: a, a house from the 70s. Like, remember what, like, kitchens looked like in the that's 70s? That's coming back. And,
1: that's and back that's now. That's coming back that, now? All this stuff from the 70s. Yeah, uh,
0: like, what is it now? Like, what was the I I do remember, like, shag carpet and, like, I don't know
1: i am not seen a lot of shag carpet coming yeah. back,
0: but I no. am. Um, I like those like sunken living rooms. Remember like, like the Brady like, Bunch? Like, yeah, like the Brady Bunch, like I, this big sunken I was living just room with Mark, like. I'm
1: like, I that used to
0: be like, It's kind of dope, like, actually. Favorite if you, TV.
1: Segment.
0: That was a good show. Remember? She's like, um. Yeah,
1: that was architect. How
0: will I be a teen model now? You know, she's like, <laughs> gets hit in the hit with, by the football. <laughs> the
2: football.
0: And she's like, oh no. <laughs> That,
2: Marcia.
0: Yeah, that shit was funny. My mom loved that show, cause she was kind of like Marcia. Oh. Like she kind of looked like her, but like dark hair. I don't know. But, so okay. well, I think they kind of related to the like. They watched it and like they had a character they related to, mm-hmm. so I think she liked Marcia.
2: You okay. Know? Like, I
0: want to be. I'm Marcia. You know, kind of <laughs> like how dudes do, like with we're watching like Ninja Turtles, and it's like I'm I'm Leonardo. You know, you just pick one. You're yeah. like I'm this one. It's like what are you talking about? You're on the couch. It's like no, I'm Leonardo, bro. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but no, that show was actually really cool.
1: No, oh yeah, back in the day. Yeah, we were latchkey kids, so you know everything. You know who who we turned out today. It's a result of.
0: So what does that term mean, latchkey kid? (laughs)
1: Latchkey.
0: Yeah, I know. uh, So like, I've heard that saying before.
1: Oh, basically, so I think that term derived from kids that would parents were working house, all the time parents were gone and then you come home and you, they was, you were still gone so they let themselves in with their like own
0: kids keys. were responsible for yeah. their own well-being basically yeah. they had their own keys mm-hmm. they come and go like so <laughs> parents were working the kids had to kind of attend for themselves yeah so you're like hanging around watching the tv <laughs> and like <laughs> A lot
1: so of how TV. many siblings <laughs> yeah um there's just me and my older sister we're about Three and a half years apart.
0: Okay, but did, so then did you guys kind of take care of each other and stuff? Make make meals together and stuff. If your parents were working a lot, or?
1: yeah. I mean, we we were only home alone for a few hours, and then some. Well, I mean,
0: I think I, I think we home, were like that too, because like we didn't
1: like all night, <laughs> right? Like
0: <laughs> our parents were were like we had like time to get home and stuff, but like. We could be gone like out on our bikes with our friends like all day and they wouldn't really know where we were. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you had to be like back by supper time or like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's so different than now, like you know where your kids are like at all times, right? Oh, like,
1: yeah, yeah, no.
0: Because how many kids do you guys have? We have
1: two.
0: Two. And you have like phones for them and everything so you can keep track of them? But,
1: yeah. I yeah, mean, our oldest has a phone. Yeah. Not our nine year old yet. Doesn't need one Not yet. Not quite. Yeah. But it is Ready different. Like, it isn't that weird side. how
0: when we were kids, we were just kind of fending for ourselves a lot.
1: Like, I am amazed
0: yeah. all the
1: time at how much freedom we had.
0: And did you grow up around here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was relatively yeah, born, safe, though.
1: Ba- yeah, born, raised in Bothell.
0: Because even Bothell wasn't probably, I mean, all the areas here grew a lot, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, when you were a kid, it probably was a little different. Much more small town. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, I grew up like that way too, but it was a small town. So like anywhere you were in town, you were kind of, you know, had somebody had an eye on you, like your parents, friends, like Mm -hmm. all the, all the families in the town knew each other. And like, like, so I I always say. That
1: sense of community
0: then. Right. I always say you couldn't really act out like no matter where, like if I was being an (laughs) idiot anywhere and like my friend's dad saw me, it'd be the same as if my own dad saw me. He'd like come over and be like, what? god damn it boy what are you doing you dumbass hit you in the head you know like it wasn't like you had you know what i mean yeah, so it's yeah. like i think that is good that level of community
1: you yeah know? yeah i grew up in a neighborhood you know here in the suburbs and it was like you know we had our our, our neighbors were our friends we, mm-hmm. we knew their parents we would and um i don't yeah. know these days i don't even know who my neighbors are across the street they have yet to come out of their house and say hi and <laughs> it's kind of weird now, it, isn't it, it? Yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I think maybe at one point we've crossed paths, but...
0: Well, it's like one of the greatest it, things you can do as a human is get some kind of community or sense of community. And I, you know, you guys probably have that with bodybuilding. Oh, yeah. So you do have it. and or, or even like, I know... You have two daughters, right? Mm-hmm. And they're both like in martial arts, right? Mm-hmm. So you probably get that kind of through that as well. There's
1: another community there, yeah. Yeah,
0: so it's good because it, you're building communities that way, I feel yeah. like.
1: Oh, yeah, we have um, we have a, a karate family. We've got a bodybuilding family. We've got a church family.
0: Mm-hmm. The church family too, um, yep.
1: Yeah, the, and, and then we've got, you know, our family family, <laughs> yeah. which is
0: huge. But <laughs> so it's like even though you don't know your neighbors, you still have all this, this – community around you at least and mm-hmm. i think that's important you know
1: yeah oh absolutely
0: 100 right so what do you think about fashion now what's it because i do think that's funny you said how like fashion changes and so does um design right. there's different eras like you said the 70s is kind of coming back
1: mm-hmm. you see the wide leg bell bottoms high-waisted jeans those are coming back oh you need to walk into a target
0: I should. <laughs> I need to go watch some fashion shows. I'm out of you date.
1: No, you, you don't even know that. You you don't even. Have, well, if you're talking about runway, that's a totally different kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, well, that's but, what like, we were talking about models and how they're actually kind of healthier now. Mm. Um, that's what uh, Tiana was saying. Like she thought models have kind of like. Cause when we were kids, models were like looked like they were on coke. Remember, they were like mm. s- as skinny as like a coat hanger. You know, I don't know if you remember, that, or was that just my era? Yeah, no, no, I. I
1: they're know almost what they're like saying.
0: too skinny yeah. or something.
1: I, I hope it's shifting.
0: Yeah, I think it's gotten better. Yeah. From, I mean, maybe not. I don't really know that much, but that's what Tyana was telling me. Mm. So I'm just gonna believe her because she's young. She's probably in tune with it all. You know. Maybe. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I, um, I
0: can't. It's funny though, when you look back at like the 2000s era and like, you remember like being in that era and then you look back and you're like, you don't think that that's ever going to be out of date. And you look back now and you're like, oh my God, it's so dated. (laughs)
2: Like
0: all the clothes and stuff. And it doesn't even seem that long ago, but it's like, I'm like, dang, that's really, or even like 2010 now it's like, dang, that's a while ago, you know? Right. Yeah. And that doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but.
1: Yeah no I mean I I I like to I think that's where I um, uh, maybe I'm in the right career because um, I feel like I have a gift mm-hmm. of kind of projecting and you know seeing where trends are moving towards yeah because I mean I have clothes in my closet that I've had for over 10 years and they're still okay.
0: Right, right. So you're you're in tune with it. Yeah. And then if you're working in it, you can kind of help uh, direct it too in a way, right? Like put styles together. or
1: Directing it in like, it. you know, when I'm, you know, working with a a client Mm -hmm. and they're asking questions like, well, is this going to go out of style? I really like that. I, I do try to, you know, I mean, it, you know, they guide them mm-hmm. and uh, help them make a decision that's going to add value from years.
0: Right. To so come. it's not just going to be out of date. So, like it's trendy right now and it's going to yeah, be out of date. And then have them like,
1: regret spending all that money on something that two, three years from now it's like. Because
0: mm-hmm. yeah. it was the hot thing just right now. Mm-hmm. So then that's when you kind of go for more traditional stuff. You're like, well, this is going to stay in style a lot longer.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right, it's like. So, have you ever had a client where they've just completely wanted something that you thought was totally stupid, or <laughs> and had to try to like?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and but you know, at the end of the day, it's their home. Yep. So they get to and do they, what they want. They yeah. have to live in it, and I'm just, you know, I'm just a guide. <laughs> yep,
0: you're just a spirit guide, just, just guiding them <laughs> to the right,
1: hoping them, you know, helping them not make costly mistakes
0: right? Cause, Oh, <laughs> so like it, if you make a mistake with that, like it can end up costing a lot to fix, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If something goes wrong or like, mm-hmm. I imagine, cause I mean, that's how like construction is and stuff too. Like one, one little thing can end up being like a lot of wasted time and money. And like, Absolutely. that's like when my uh, people quote, you know, how much the job's going to be. It's always, you could end up way more. They have to kind of give themselves a cushion I imagine you guys have to do that too, like all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, you're always gonna, you know, it. It's smart for the consumer to always get a couple bids, you know, get get two or three, but don't overdo it and go like right. try to get like ten different bids from ten different contractors. Um, yes, you know, but it, I mean, it, it's like if you're gonna go and buy a house. You obviously know what your budget is. You have I, I don't know what it is. The diff, like when people wanna buy a house, they have a budget and they're happy to share with their with their real estate agent what their budget is. Yeah. But when it comes to interior design or contractors, they don't wanna tell you. Uh, <laughs> so you don't have really any, you know, parameters. Right. You know, well, you know, we're looking at you know, this or that and I and and we don't want to show you something you can't afford. Right. So we so, don't want to present something to you that you, you know, is outside of your budget. So we have a lot of things that we have to consider outside of just, you know, making it look nice. Yeah. And making it functional.
0: You have to work we in have there. To think
1: about. Yeah.
0: This I'm is sure. what your budget is. So if, no. somebody, <laughs> so if somebody had an idea, you're like, well, if we have this much budget, we could do this thing. But if we have this much budget, we only have so many options. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And then um, 99.9% of the time, the ones who go with the contractor that presented the lowest bid, they end up paying what the other contractor was going to do it for because of all the mistakes yeah. and, and all the change orders. And oh, well, I didn't include that in the contract. We're going to have to add this. So, yeah, they end up paying double, anyways. <laughs>
0: uh, so sometimes the low bid's not always the one to go mm-hmm. with them.
1: No, yeah, and but then they don't warranty their work, and then so. So it's kind of like a lot of things. You kind of get problem. what you pay for. Yeah. So
0: if you cheap out, you're gonna be. In the long Probably run, it's not, not worth in a it. Good place. <laughs> right. That's like a lot of things in life.
1: But I I kind of get it. I think there's this, you know. Contr well, contractors have, some have given you know. The industry a bad name because oh there's probably
0: some shady yeah so many
1: you know shady things that have gone on so um you know i i've been a bit uh, i've experienced construction fraud personally as a consumer um so it's kind of um what's cool is i can take that experience and educate Mm -hmm. my client on how to avoid Those kind of things. And I have more empathy. Just
0: like shady contractors, huh? Dang. Yeah. (laughs) Scamming people. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: brutal. Yeah, I... You know, kind of like with bodybuilding, you know... Is there a lot of scams there, too? Not necessarily scams, but you have that... Oh, I had a bad experience with this coach and they tried to do this and blah blah but yeah. but you know, if you're a good coach, then you have to you have to make up for what that bad coach didn't do. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I all of a sudden you have to change the the whole attitude of, right. and, and outlook of what people think about bodybuilding coaches. <laughs> right.
0: That's kind of like uh, you have
1: to make yourself an exception.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've had some stories like that. Actually, I think yeah. Um
1: oh. Right. Well, that, stories. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: I imagine so. So also like so, you've you've been around the bodybuilding industry for what over twenty some years.
1: Getting mm, there. With yeah. Mark. Well, we've been together for we just celebrated our twentieth.
0: Congrats! Yeah. That's, a, that's that's <laughs> wedding a, anniversary. That's amazing August. in itself. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but we've been together um, since '96. Yeah. Um, Dang yeah. So yeah, we, we, he started competing in 2000 and okay, so, that's so my, yeah, we're looking at years. 23 years. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Is
0: that something you enjoy being around it?
1: You know, I, I, I really, actually I really do. Yeah. I, I do because, um, you know, our kids have grown up in it. Yeah. Um, it's our life. St- it's. It, it really part is of part life. of our life. Yeah. Um, you know, we've always made it a family thing. We have mm. a family, you know, like a, a, a very tight bodybuilding family. Right. Know? Not just our competitors and our athletes, but, um, you know, just other coaches. You know, we have right. uh, relationships The whole with community other coaches, becomes like a family. Promoters. Yeah, they're, they're mm. just an extended family of ours. And um, what I, you know, what, what I love about it is I... I um, even though Mark and I are in two totally different careers, there's there's some similarities. Yeah, we're both trying to create big transformations.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I am right. doing it in art in in homes
2: with physical he, objects. Yeah, but yeah. he's
1: doing it with people, and so there's a lot of things that you know he'll talk about. I totally understand, mm-hmm. and things that he goes through. It's like, oh, I just dealt with that today. So it's like <laughs> it's
0: weirdly like um, the bodybuilding thing is weirdly close to art then.
1: It, actually, there's a lot it of similarities
0: is. with art yeah. yeah i
1: actually i i always um i look at it more and mark would agree with me i when I'm saying this it it actually is more of you know if you're a bodybuilding coach you are an artist yeah you're more of an artist than you are an athlete
0: yeah i would the, say I, I
1: would say bodybuilding is especially
0: in bodybuilding oh, yeah. more so than like powerlifting or any other
1: yeah this is it's you know we it's I don't. I don't even know how it falls under sport yeah. because it's not like a performance-based sport. Like you can't out bodybuild somebody. It's really just
0: <laughs> creating a manipulating variables to create a look on a body.
1: Right. I mean. You're right. It's weird. It's subjective, kind of like a, a beauty pageant, really, but with yeah. more muscles <laughs> and right. more it's just a, it's, You hear that, guys?
0: It's just a beauty pageant. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean, it kind guys of is. And girls. It kind of is, right? <laughs> yep. In mm-hmm. a sense. But it is weird because you're right. It's like manipulating tiny variables and like, it's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's probably is similar to like, I mean, that's what you're doing when you're designing.
1: Yeah. where you You're you asking the why. Why do you want to do this? What are you trying to get out of it? What are we trying to accomplish? Uh huh. Um, so the way, you know, the questions I ask my clients, they might be, more, you know, design oriented, but yeah. we're both looking for solutions mm-hmm. for that individual.
0: And you have to like communicate with them, talk to them to kind of get the right plan. So that's how you're going to know like what, how you can help them create the solutions to what they want. Right. So like you have to, so communication is probably a big thing.
1: It's huge. Yeah. yeah. I, I I would say the construction process, it's almost identical to trying to get up get on stage right because it starts with your foundation Uh huh. okay what am i looking at what yeah. do we have to work with
0: is so like in bodybuilding that would be like just the basic start
1: yeah i mean it's like you know
0: this is your frame this, this is what we get to this work is what with. we
1: have to work with what can we do to make it better mm-hmm. and then it has its ups and downs just like what our athletes have to go through yeah in their prep so it's like, oh, I'm all excited to do this. Let's go, you know. And I'm on, I, I, am on the same page as you. And then you have that moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's
0: that moment like when, when they're you, like starving and yeah. they're halfway through and they, all they want to do is go to like McDonald's or something. Like,
1: <laughs> right. Well, you see, it's more like their changes. will.
0: Their will starts like it gets harder and
1: harder <laughs> to harder stay strong yeah. yeah and i'm sure you know what what you're putting in your body it has a lot to do with those emotional ups and downs right but i we, the the timeline it, it, in in the order of events in which things take place it's almost exactly the same thing so there's so many correlations like you know so bodybuilding you, know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you, you find a coach in my world you find a contractor. Yeah. Okay. You have a goal. You want something to look a certain, a certain way, way. Yeah. at the end of the day. Well, in bodybuilding, your physique. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In ours it's the house. And so you know you 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 put together a plan. You discuss the plan. Mm-hmm. You agree on the plan, and then it's like everyone's all excited. Let's go! And then you start to see some changes. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it, it's a little ugly at first, uh-huh. just like construction. You yeah. Know, big demo. That's not the prettiest part okay. of the project. Yeah, yeah. Right? But, you know, it's neither is the beginning phase of prep. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty messy. And then you finally start to get into your little routine. And then you start to see changes.
2: Right. Right? Results. All of this, yeah. All yeah. of
1: a sudden... You know, your clothes are fitting differently and you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're feeling a little bit better. Yeah. And then all of it, and just like in the house, like, oh, I'm starting to see the colors are coming together. You You can start to see the bigger picture. Yeah, a little bit. But then there's that plateau. Yeah. No one's showing up at your house for a few days because there's just this lull of, you know, we're waiting for things to come in. Right. You know, this, this sub has to do this part and we can't do that until this one comes in. So there's this time where it's just kind of, Dead. And in bodybuilding, you, you know, you hit that plateau, plateau right? Yeah. And so, yeah, the communication throughout that process is critical. Right. Yeah. So keeping
0: people from kind of getting like losing faith or getting down about it. Like, cause you know, the, you've seen the process mm-hmm. so many times. You're like, just, just wait it out. Trust the process. Trust the process. Eventually the, the finished product is going to be how you wanted it. Mm-hmm. Like I know right now, it's 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 not seeming like it, but I trust me. I've seen this a few times. It's gonna be like that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so you, and you've seen that in both worlds a, a yes. bunch of times. So like, you probably know a lot about the process. Yes, yeah, right? and
1: and it's that yeah, it's learning how to trust that process. Right, that um, is tough. Mm-hmm. That can, I mean, you you can apply that in any area of your life.
0: Yeah, like having a plan because you like you don't always see results right away. Mm-hmm. And you feel kind of defeated sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's like if you just keep going, if you just keep doing what you're supposed to, all of a sudden it'll work. You know what right. I'm saying? It'll be there. but you if you second guess it all the time along the way and you question it all the time and you make changes you shouldn't make
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know because you're like in your own head or, or thinking too much, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that can be. Yeah.
1: Well, there's a couple of factors I think that go into that. So it's like we, you know, we're in this digital age. Everything is so, you know, instant. Oh and, yeah. And so there's instant gratification. Just everything microwave mentality. Right. I want it now. Um, just I, yeah. Just over the years, people become less and less patient. Do you, and, has that
0: something that you've noticed a lot? Absolutely. A big change.
1: <laughs> a big change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, maybe people used to understand timelines, how things worked a little better,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and we're like the click of a button generation If you don't get it
1: now, then, yeah, something's... I feel like people are
0: like that with fitness. Like, they think they can just, like, click a button and make it happen, but it's, like, something that takes a long time,
2: Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. you know? We were talking about that yesterday, like, I mean, real transformation can take years depending on where you're starting from and, like... People don't like to think in those long-term, Well, you it, know, like...
1: The, and then, and there's, there's two transformations that need to take place, right? There's the physical, but there's the mental, mental as well. emotional.
0: What do you think about the mental one? What's the hardest challenges that you... What's... Have you seen some really tough, like, during prep, some people, like, really having a hard time with it and...
1: You know, it's um,
0: different for every person. I imagine It's
1: different for every person. Mm-hmm. Um, it and it, you know, it, it's you. So we're parents, right? Right. So we know what it's like to have, you know, each child be different. Yeah. Right? You know, they they have their own personality. They Are learn, they both so different? Learn things different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's. So our youngest is persona is a lot like me Mm -hmm. and in in many ways but in some ways like her dad um our oldest um very much like her dad yeah yeah okay yeah and and so you know i i can't talk to my youngest the way i talk to my oldest and i can't And vice versa. We have to treat them as individuals. So there's no one size, you know, fits fits all. all. Yeah. And and so yeah, our our athletes, um, you know, deal with their journey differently from others. But there's also then, and and that's why you know the why why are you doing this is so important Mm -hmm. because someone might be the personality that i want to really want to take it all the way and get my pro card mm-hmm. you know or and then there's those that you know just it's a bucket list kind of a thing yeah you know i i just it's just a I'm goal. turning 50 and i want to be able to look and feel a certain way and be you know i've always wanted to do this but i never had the time or the you know right um, headspace to to do mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and now i can so you know, you're going to coach those people differently yeah. than somebody else. But, yeah, the emotional ups and downs, um, it's, I think, it. you know, I've never competed before. Right. But watching my husband go through what he went through to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, see, when he, a lot of people might not know, but I, when I met him, he wasn't a bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, and so. do you like the bodybuilding thing, or is there times where you're just like, man, I wish you would just quit doing this?
1: Oh yeah, there's those moments too. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I'm
0: sure, I'm sure sometimes, right? I'm
1: not gonna lie. Like, man,
0: life would be a lot more fun if you just quit doing this. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, but I'm
0: sure you also see like the passion for it and everything. But so
1: I yeah. is that
0: hard, uh, like going through those things with them sometimes, like it's challenging.
1: It. Well, it it goes <laughs> we can get, get real deep in here. <laughs> but it goes Oh yeah, we always it, get yeah, deep. Yeah, it goes yeah. into you know, marriage. Yes. And are you both in alignment with your dreams and your goals and really you know, being there to support your significant other mm-hmm. in, in 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 what, you know, they they want they see um is a purpose for their life? Right. And um you know, it for, for him to just not do something that he's so passionate about just because how I feel about it, right? That's going to create strain in our relationship big time, right? So you it's a thing
0: where, we're, well, the way because the way I view couples is that like they should each support each other in their passion. Like, you know, I because if I end up in a relationship eventually and I want to someday, like I want it mm-hmm. to be. Very much like two people with their own passions and goals, but supporting each other together. Not so much of a, you know, I I guess like codependent, less codependent, but more like supportive. But you both have your own things, but you help each other with it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I've seen some actual like, you know, couples that are kind of very unhealthy where like one of them does keep the other one like from, you know, maybe reaching the heights that they could instead of pushing them towards those Mm. and wanting the best for them, you know what i mean like i've seen that too so Mm. that's like something i don't want you know yeah yeah. it's it's but at the same time you have to like give each other time too like you can't just be totally selfish and only you know self-absorbed with all of your own goals and like Never have time for the other person, right? Right, So it's like a balancing act.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, I don't know if our relationship would have ended up differently if had I met him already as a professional bodybuilder. Yeah. Um, but you know, going back to you know when I met him, he wasn't a bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. He wasn't even bodybuilding. He was just you know working out in the gym. Yeah. Right. You know his story. Right. But um, you know, so I felt like I um was a part of that journey. Yeah, so you were along for the
0: ride the whole time. The whole
1: time from beginning. And, you know, the the questions he was asking were the same questions I was asking Uh of his coach. Um, You know, and uh, the concerns he had were the same concerns that I had. And so, um, you know, we we really did travel that road together Mm -hmm. um, versus if I had just met him... You know later in life and then oh by the way i'm a bodybuilder i you know and then being where i happen to be at that point in my life i you know I, it would yeah. be yeah it would it, i could see how that's a little bit tough and
0: do you think girls like bodybuilders or not really
1: i <laughs> <laughs> girls like there's so, so
0: many fun you know there's like so many memes of like you I, know like dudes expectations <laughs> getting in bodybuilding and they, in their head, they have just surrounded by all these girls. And then it shows, like, the reality. And it's just a bunch of dudes like, hey, nice body, bro. You know, like. So it's like expectation. They're surrounded by chicks. Reality. It's just a, a bunch of dudes in your DM like, bro, you're jacked, huh? You know, like.
1: Yeah, I think. I
0: think girls care about it less than we think they do. It's my point sometimes.
1: I It's. I'm. I'm not going to say that women
0: I think some women are definitely into it though.
1: You know, don't find there's yeah, there's there some women that find that attractive and there are some women that don't find that attractive.
0: I think you're right. Yeah. It and, just depends, right? Yeah, it
1: just really all depends. I actually personally like Mark's physique mm-hmm. when he's off season. Yeah. versus yeah. when he's all you know, just skeleton face lean, two percent body fat. Now does that get hard <laughs> does
0: that get hard for you to watch during that period when he's kinda of starving and everything? Is that are you been through it enough you're used to it?
1: I you know, I I don't know if it ever me ever being concerned about him ever goes away. It's always it's, yeah yeah I mean it But that's kinda of what um, love he's lucky is lucky I right? wasn't there. At the USA's, when he is that when, the one reason when the he sauna, had to lose 15 like, pounds. yeah, like <laughs> you're hours. killing yourself. Stop! <laughs> like, yeah.
0: What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I
1: would have been the first person to run into that. Like sauna you just stop
0: and... this right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: and, and pull him out of there. Um, well, that's
0: like normal concern. That's like love. You know, it's like I, I feel like it's the same reason that like I, like a mother worries about her kids. But sometimes the kid needs to go do the hard thing, mm-hmm. but the mom's always going to be like, don't, I don't want you to get hurt. But sometimes they need to go out and like get bruised up or skin their knees to like learn, you know?
1: Yeah. But yeah. I think
0: it's a natural instinct for, to try to protect someone you love. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think what made it easy for me was I trusted the his coaches.
0: So good coaches makes you feel a lot better about it. Right. Where if he had some like shady coach, you'd be like, feel much worse. I'm sure. Right
1: right right yeah it was if i didn't trust the hands um, that were guiding him through that process it would have been really difficult right cuz he has a lot of faith
0: good coaches that actually care about him as a person mm-hmm. and yeah yeah what do you think it is that makes a good coach
1: well what makes a good coach in this sport right um, well it takes leadership yeah yeah a good coach is a good leader Mm-hmm. Um, what made uh, a good coach um in bodybuilding I think is someone who is genuinely interested in the person's health.
0: Yes. That's big.
1: Yeah, that's um something that you know, I there's a reason why Marcus stayed a natural bodybuilder all his life. Well one, I wouldn't let him. Yeah. <laughs> um you know uh, go go to that side because right um well because it is it, it, it can be a dangerous sport well and you know you know it it's i mean i kind of approach my health pretty holistically in general anyways yeah. i i'm not you know big on you know pharma like, I really. Try oh, to, me neither. I try to like approach my health. On I mean, I you think know, we need it sometimes, but in a natural way. The
0: stuff that they try to sell you as like, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Well,
1: my my, I mean, I grew up with you know parents who were you you have a cough or sore throat, go to the doctor. It was like everything oh, was I like know. go to the doctor, and and you know I I I, yeah, it it was just trust medicine trust the doctors and all that and you know i i i do i do too but I, I do trust good doctors and I, I do trust medicine i think we definitely need it, it i think it's big it's, it's, a, it's absolutely important i mean i still get animal physicals and all that kind of stuff my my kids you know ha, ha, are you know healthy and they have their right. checkups and everything like that but um but when you know, like seventy
0: percent of ads on TV are pharmaceutical, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's like.
1: My dad went to the ER for something, and then he—I I think no, my mom. My mom went to the ER for something, stomach pains. Yeah. And she came back with like four different prescriptions. One of them was uh, oxycodone. <laughs> and I was like, like what?
0: <laughs> we can sell those, you <laughs>
1: I was just like we're 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 in this society where it's so easy to just prescribe I know. something, and and it goes back to quick fix.
2: Mm-hmm. You're right. right. You're yeah. right. I and, agree. Yeah,
1: and, and there's a time and a place, you know, for for medicine, um, but
0: my mom had a horrible time with she. They put her on this um, anti anxiety medication, yeah. and it it they ended up having to take her off it, and it was horrible. Yeah. I mean. She got this ho- like she couldn't sleep, and it was giving her these horrible panic attacks, and it was causing her heart to race and everything. Mm-hmm. And, all- and they finally ha- were able to, but they could- you can't just quit it because if you quit it, there's consequences too. True. So they had to wean her off it slowly, mm-hmm. and then it still took her like six months after getting off of it to start feeling normal mm-hmm. again. And so she has a hard time trusting pharma after that, yeah. you know, because it's like how did they? I'd listen to them, and they put me on this horrible thing that made it much worse than you know. So it's like. So we should trust them and I'm thankful we, you know, live in a time where we have all this modern medicine. But sometimes I think you're right. It's like, do I really need all this mm-hmm. or is it, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm yeah. into that holistic stuff too sometimes
2: a yeah. little
1: bit, you know. You know, so, I mean, um, you know, back to, you know, bodybuilding, it right. it was, it, it was it, you know, I, I saw, you know, Mark and I getting married being together forever. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm like I'm not going to have you, you know, on this stuff. You know nothing about how it's going to affect you. And I want to have kids and it was like yeah, we had that these can discussions. That too, right? Yeah. I mean, we we had real life discussions then, even yeah. when we, we weren't even engaged. Yet, I don't think or maybe we will. We were. Actually, we were engaged, but I mean, we But that's probably good that you that, talked
0: about all that stuff. Yeah,
1: we knew that, you know, the, to do this was going to require lifestyle change and mm. you know um not against any you know competitor that wants to use that but that right. was our choice yeah and um you know it, it's just you know what's well, the
0: choice everybody has to make like you, you like you said nothing against anybody because it's you know the reality of the sport you mm-hmm. know like it, it is what it is mm-hmm. but yeah that's you got to think about that stuff because it's all fun when you're young, but there are consequences for, like, everything we do, right? Yeah.
1: You know? And, you know, I don't know There's, yeah, what the stuff is out there now compared to what it was 20 years ago. Yeah.
0: One, <laughs> well, I always wonder just in general what bodybuilding, you know, like...
1: I could literally talk about bodybuilding on them. This is how long I've been in the industry. Like, I could sit and talk about well, bodybuilding. Yeah, that's what we're going to do for, I'm like, two more hours. It. No, My husband, Lucy, is so proud.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny because it's, like, I do think about that because I see some bodybuilders after they retire that look great. And then there's other ones that, like, I'm, like, you know, you think about, like, how big would you – actually want to get and like do you want to look like you know some of them have a hard time when they get older because they took their body to such an extreme
1: yeah
0: you know like mark looks like when he's older he's gonna be fine you know like he can get his body to a normal healthy you know spot and that's why i don't know some of these dudes that are huge i don't know what they're gonna look like when they're really old i mean maybe it doesn't matter because you're chasing your dream anyway so like you know i say go for it go after your dream anyway you know Mm. like but I think, like, it's important to think about that. Yeah. Like, later in life, like, what kind of quality of life do you want when you're, like, 80 or nine? you know, like...
1: If you make it that
0: far. If, well, and if you're doing <laughs> some hard stuff, who yeah. knows if you'll make it that far, I you know?
1: I what's the average lifespan these days? I don't know. Wanting, you
0: know. But it's got to be harder on bodybuilders is what I think, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's...
0: Um, I'm looking at Stallone. That's like, I'm like... Goals? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, if I can just managed to look like stallone when i'm 60 (laughs) you know because he was still doing like i mean he's still killing it now and Mm -hmm. he's like in his 70s you -hmm. know so i'm like Mm -hmm. okay if that guy can do it i'm like like let's plan on that you know try to try to live up to that chuck norris chuck norris looks great too doesn't he yeah what is he like
1: almost 80 he's like in his
0: probably yeah there's some some dudes that they stayed healthy into their late life Uh
1: uh-huh uh-huh yeah. it's crazy. So I I mean it just really all depends on you got your short-term goals and then your bucket list things and then you have your long-term goals. Right. So, you know, I I my approach in life has always just been, you know, live live today, obviously. Stay in the present. Yeah. Be in the present, but, you know, definitely make sure that what you're doing today that you understand how it's going to affect tomorrow because tomorrow is what's going to be the you know next uh you know step into what the next day after that's going to look like mm-hmm. and the next day after that. there's there's consequences
0: yeah so long-term thinking versus short-term thinking decision we make. yeah well even like when you're dieting or you're working on you know for bodybuilding it's like that's like the decision you have to make with food It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's a bad decision right now. Do you make that and screw yourself over (laughs) for this week's weigh in, or do you just have self control? Or, like, I remember Mark was telling that story about, I can't remember what the food was, but he's like, that looks like second place or whatever. And he had to throw it in the garbage and he took the video of it and stuff. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, his
1: competitors had waffles or something. Yeah, like waffles or something. He's like, (laughs) "Uh, what are you
0: doing? You know? And it's like, so that's like short term thinking, which is like, dopamine i'm hungry here's a waffle syrup it's delicious i want that pleasure in my mouth i want to do that i want to eat it that's a short term Mm -hmm. but you have to think like about long term which is the goal of the show so like you make your decision based on long term versus the short term want of eating you know so that's Mm -hmm. it's tough but in life you kind of have to start doing that at some point too right Oh yeah
1: absolutely like when
0: you're young i feel like you can just like kind of go like day to day and make decisions but like you start getting older you have to start planning a little more
1: right like, right yeah and, you know, it's, yeah it requires planning that's for sure yeah that's I mean, tough Where you know um our oldest is at that age where you know she could leave the house now if she wants
0: really what so is she 18 she's 20
1: oh 20. 20 oh my god 20 in june
0: Okay. So this
1: year, yeah, that's only six months from now.
0: So probably college and like.
1: Yeah, she's um all she's um in uh, beauty school studying to be an esthetician. Yeah, that's dope. That's <laughs> what my mom
0: did. She was a hairdresser. Like, oh really? Yeah,
1: yeah, right on. Yeah. So it's a good. I mean, it's
0: it's a good. Uh, I think it's a. You can make a lot of money doing it. Yeah, is that like they? Is that like hair? They do hair and stuff. Or well, is
1: cosmetology, it... uh, they do hair. Okay. Um, and uh, with with aesthetics, they're they're more, um, you know, it's it's about the skin. Okay, um, so like skin
0: health and everything too.
1: Yeah, they're they're do You know, it's like we're talking about facials. Ah, uh, there's and a lot of waxing ones. and, um, yeah. Like, microblading right eyelashes I mean we're, <laughs> all that stuff we're
0: in the right place for it too because it's like every you know a lot of people here and there's a lot of people that want those things done and like you can make some good money doing mm-hmm. that stuff
1: oh yeah it's yeah crazy yeah. what we will pay to you know well just look a certain to try way. to look good yeah 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 or to not I don't know if you know to not age. That's a huge that's, a huge, that's a huge market here. Are you afraid of, you know, wrinkles and Yeah, I'm probably going to get cold. some Botox in a couple of years myself. Yeah. Start
0: shooting some. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of money in that too. <laughs> right, there is. No,
0: but I feel like we are in an area here, you know, because I'm from like little small town Iowa where there's like nothing, you know, like. It is, like, pretty much anything you want is around here. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's wild. Like, like I know you, you guys grew up around here, so it's like, but for me, it's, like, weird how, like, everything's available. Even the way, like, you know, the weed shops are legal here. And oh. I, don't, I don't even smoke weed, but just the idea that, like, you know, like, where I'm from, it's still, like, kind of taboo. Mm. You know? Oh,
1: Iowa, right? Iowa. Little <laughs>
0: small town Iowa. I mean, they might. Farm town. Right, farm town. Corn. No and, weed. Ah, uh, there's weed. I mean, people smoke <laughs> it's weed. Just not it's legal. just like they hide it, you know. It's like it. I think it's getting more legal there too now, though. You know, with like a lot more medical. Mm. Like I know my my friend, uh, my wrestling promoter. I think he was saying like his wife can get it. Mm. You know, med- medical marijuana. So like I don't know. It's it's changing. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But
0: everything there's everything here.
1: Uh-huh, you know. Yeah. So
0: yeah, Botox all that <laughs> stuff. What's your thoughts on that?
1: What are my thoughts on Botox? Yeah.
0: Do what you want. Or is it like nat- natural aging is where it's at? Y-
1: you know, it's, oh, I will probably never touch it. Right. Um, to be honest, I, 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 I hope that I will be, I will continue to be secure in my own body. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I can. And, um, so that i won't feel like i have to resort right cuz it's a natural things.
0: part of life right
1: yeah i mean my husband knows what i look like yeah <laughs> i think it, he would think it would be funny if all of a sudden you just come home i just came you just home, come home <laughs> and you're like this looking like a certain way
2: She just comes home
0: oh <laughs> hey mark what's going on
2: <laughs> just like lips up
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, I I took a picture of myself with a filter one time. Oh yeah, there's That's- that filter that puts some
0: big ass lips <laughs> yeah. on you. We were doing that at work. I went to my coworker one time, I'm like, oh, we're taking we gotta get you down to the clinic, baby. I was like, we need to get some lips I, I was like, Doctor. we just like joke like that at work. I'm like, Ooh, we're taking you to the clinic, Aww. you know? She was like, oh my god. But she's like, God, this filter makes me look great. But then we use that one that makes you... It does not make you look great. It yeah. makes you look like... <laughs> just these huge-ass lips, you know? like That shit is yeah, wild. I don't
1: know. There's
0: a... I do love that uh, actress, though, the White Lotus. You guys watch that at all? Uh-uh. Do you guys have HBO? Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta watch White Lotus. Well, we used to. So it's White Lotus season one and two, and it's that girl oh, that serious? played Stifler's mom.
1: Oh, didn't she get an Oscar? Yeah,
0: she's made a huge comeback oh. from playing... And she is just like... <laughs> You know, but was she that looked, how she, she was looks, in the
1: movie, or for real?
0: Well, she has a lot of plastic surgery, but she looks really good with it, and, okay. and I mean, it's kind of part of her gimmick, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. but she's hilarious in that that um, show.
1: I do, I like her. It, yes,
0: it's if She'll you want forever
1: be Stifler's mom.
0: <laughs> right, she is Stifler's mom. If you ever want a good show to watch, so hit up White Lotus. It's okay. so funny, <laughs> just like both seasons, and they're so each season is different. Like, mm. she's the only repeating cast member in from the first season, and she's in the second season. So it's like a hotel, White Lotus, but it's just like comedy, like the stuff that goes down. Okay. I don't even know how to describe it, but it, if you get a chance, okay. it's it's. My coworker told me to watch it, and I was like, "Whatever, I'm not gonna listen to you." Uh huh. And then I watched. I'm like, "Oh my god, that was so funny!" I'm like, "I'm gonna listen to you on every suggestion from oh, now on." Funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no,
1: I'm always down for. Now, you guys watch shows to to as it, a yeah. couple,
0: don't you? Like, what do you guys like to watch?
1: Um. Well, let's see. We're, do you
0: guys have some shows you would like to watch as a couple? Is that like a thing?
1: The only thing right now is Yellowstone.
0: Oh, that's a great show. So
1: we're on season five.
0: What do you think about Kevin yeah. Costner? I think he's the shit.
1: I, I, I love his character. Yeah. Um, I've always been a Kevin Costner fan. Yeah,
0: I think even, ever since like Dances with Wolves, and like <laughs> I, I've just always been. Or like even that Robin Hood movie.
1: Yeah, I, I've always liked Remember Kevin Remember
0: with Costner. that Brian Adams song? Remember that shit? What was that song? <laughs> It's like, look into your heart. There you
1: go.
0: <laughs> you will see. Damn, that was some. That was like a. That was a banger back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, you,
1: I just nostalgia.
0: That was, was old school. But that, that
1: was a long ass movie. That
0: movie. Oh, so I used awful. to love that when I was a kid. That dragged I, Remember forever. that witch? Wasn't it like she had like, four like some hours weird. Long? Like she threw all that weird stuff in that pan, and she was like, <laughs> I don't know. That was a wild movie back in the day.
1: I th- I I like him in Bodyguard.
0: Oh, dude,
1: so, that was like the that's best the Kevin Costner, I, yeah.
0: and like Whitney in that movie and that song.
1: Yeah, like that's one of my favorite. movies.
0: We're similar in age. I don't think people realize how big that movie and that song were. Like it's, cra- I when I used to work at the bar in Iowa, there would be this huge group of rugby dudes, like the manliest dudes you've ever seen, big ass like Jack dudes. They just got done playing rugby. They're sitting around a table. And they would go to the jukebox and they would play like, I think one of the songs was Bohemian Rhapsody, but the other song they'd play, and they had pitchers of beer and they're all just getting drunk and they're these huge dudes and they would put that Whitney Houston I Will Always Love You song on <laughs> and they would hit like every high note. <laughs> they're just like, Ooh! <laughs> so funny. Yeah, yeah. now yeah. Like it's back in the theaters
1: where at least Whitney's story is.
0: Oh yeah, I definitely want to see that. Yeah. that's You do want to see it? Well, I, don't I know think. If it's like a chick flick. Is it a chick flick? I don't know. I did, I, we, were talking about ch- we were talking about Chick Flicks last time. He and loves Chick Flicks. I do like some, like, uh, <laughs> ten. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. So it's a classic. One of my favorites. Um, we were saying that one with Sandra Bullock or whatever. Proposal. The Proposal. That was a good one. Oh, Pretty Woman. Yep. So that was my favorite because, you know, I told you my grandma has the same name as you, right?
2: Oh, L- yeah. La- yeah,
0: my right. Grandma Lorraine. Shout out to yeah, Grandma yeah. Lorraine. So. Uh, she mm-hmm. only had like a few movies, and like one of them was like it was like on VHS, Pretty Woman. So we always, which is kind of funny. We're like at our grandma's house watching this show about a prostitute when we're like 10 or 11, you right? know. But it's like, I know. I was that's like, what the 90s second. were like, though. It's like,
1: how did I get away with like watching this movie before?
0: It was just things were different then. <laughs> it was just like, well, it's a movie about a prostitute, but it's like a happy ending. So it's like, it, it wasn't really that dirty or anything. <laughs> But it is funny when you think back to the stuff we watched.
1: Well, I I think our mindset was different.
0: It was different back then. We were used to more things, I feel like. Like
1: like 16 Candles, I think, was rated R. Yeah.
0: And kids watched it all the time. Yeah. Like little girls were watching it. Yeah. (laughs) It was different. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I didn't perceive things then the way that maybe... You would now. Well, and... Like, things have definitely
0: changed, I feel like, yeah.
1: Like, movies then, there was still some guessing. Now, Mm -hmm. they just put it all out there.
0: Oh, yeah. There's some mystery. Even the movies then, they they weren't really, like, even Pretty Woman, it's about a prostitute, but was it really even that, it was like PG-13. It wasn't like a bad movie or
1: anything. Yeah, I mean, it was. But
0: that's funny, my grandma loved that movie. (laughs) It was like that, we had that movie there, and then like that, I think it was called We're Back. It was like some, like cartoon dinosaur movie, I'm like, those were about the only two options, you know? Then she got more, she got more movies, you know, as we got older, but, you know, I don't know, that was just funny. Yeah, she always had Pretty Woman. I think she really liked Julia Roberts, because then she had the Runaway Bride, I think. That was the other one she had.
1: That was not one of my favorite
0: Julia Roberts movies, though. Or what's that one with, uh,
1: Cameron Diaz. Is that that? My best friend's wedding.
0: Yeah, that my sister used to love that. That's a chick flick. And yeah, my sister yeah, yeah. used to watch that over and over again. Yeah, that yeah, was kind of a good flick, too. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, she's kind of an OG. Like old school.
1: She's still, Killing still kicking it. it. Yeah, I mean, it's like she's got. How are all that the one like. With George Clooney that yeah. one in the theaters that
0: just. How are yeah. all these actors from like our childhood still like. looking at like They're Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> look at like Demi Moore. Look at um who else am I thinking of? I feel of? that Bruce
1: Willis though, man.
0: That's sad. That's, That's sad. really sad cuz I, I love Bruce Willis I movies. I was just watching The Expendables the other day.
1: Oh, it was on TV. I I love I love those <laughs> yeah. movies.
0: They're so cheesy, but I absolutely love them. You know, you got you got all the big hitters in there yeah. like and Bruce Willis was in it too. And I saw that scene and I was like, "Man, I hope he's doing okay." I know. Because yeah. he was good, he's I good. I just feel
1: like I don't know about you, but I my, my, just my childhood, yeah, is like all, all those celebrities, everyone's everyone passing that I away. Wrote, I was like, Yeah, just
0: Just in the last few away. years, I feel like people our age are like, Oh, because like time all of a sudden is like, Holy, <laughs> shit. we're like, Oh, we are getting older because like everybody we know is like starting, like Christy Alley went down, I know. uh, the lady from Greece, uh, what's yeah. her name? Uh, Olivia Newton John Olivia, mm-hmm. all these people mm-hmm. I don't know if you know David I heard David Crosby just passed away he's you might not know him he was like an old-school hippie dude mm-hmm. like Crosby Stills Nash and Young oh, one of those dudes yeah. from that band I think he just passed away today
1: today it,
0: yeah it's kind of weird like it seems like every few days there's something <laughs> um yeah It's like oh another one you know well we lost Prince Tom Petty, it's crazy.
1: Well Lisa Marie Presley was just Lisa
0: Marie Presley. Did you see that Elvis movie? No. I heard that's really good. But
1: now I want to watch it.
0: And every girl is in love with that guy. Oh really? From the Elvis movie, yeah. Every girl I work with. Okay. They're like oh my god.
1: (laughs) I want to see what he looks like (laughs) not in the Elvis. Well I
0: think he's in that Top Gun movie too. I haven't seen the the... new one. The Maverick. Yeah. Haven't seen Maverick. No, is it good? It's oh, on Paramount yeah, Plus. Yeah. I I I need to so watch. Good. We have Paramount Plus. I was just watching Beavis and Butthead. Like, there's a new season of Beavis and Butthead on Paramount what? Plus. Yeah, it's a, it's just as good as the old show. I don't know if you ever liked it, but
1: the people, the people who do the voiceover. Oh, it's the, are same they still the same guy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's that
0: Mike Judge. Yeah, he's <laughs> it's still him. Um, because he did a lot of movies. Like he did like Office Space um he did what's that movie where like the pro wrestler is the president remember uh and it showed like the future where everybody's like they keep putting gatorade on the crops like i think it's idiocracy it's called oh, I
1: never watched that.
0: but yeah so he's back with a new new season of that and that's pretty good oh wow but there's a lot of good shows on there so i think yellowstone yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah so yellowstone that's one of the shows that we're we're watching and then the my best man series what's that Um, so it's got Ty Diggs in it and Nia Long.
0: Tay Diggs. Yeah, Tay Diggs.
1: And, um, yeah, it's, it, it's kind of just like a continuation, but it's a, it's a a series. Mm -hmm. Um, but we kind of haven't like watched that one for a while. Yellowstone has been keeping us up. Oh, it's so, I know (laughs) you
0: always, it's like one episode ends and you want to go right to the next one. Yeah, we stayed
1: up till 4 a.m. one time watching (laughs) it.
0: And it's like, man, sleep is the number one thing for health, right? And it's like, here we are, we get, get in this yes. Netflix series, and it's like, keeps you up. I know, but it's kind of a fun thing to do sometimes. Like sometimes It's a, it's a guilty just, pleasure. Yeah. 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 Sometimes
1: you have to just...
0: And it's a good bonding thing. Like, if you are doing it with somebody, you know, like, I feel like it is a good bonding thing to, like, you know, watch a series with somebody.
1: Well, we you normally know. don't have a lot of time. No. So, you know, the kids go to bed and you know yeah you know, oh I imagine you he's have... a night owl anyways but
0: me too isn't that weird <laughs> are you a night person or morning
1: I'm generally morning but I'm becoming a night person because that's the only quiet time that I can <sighs> have usually throughout the day
0: I really like getting I up don't... early intentional
1: like... night person
0: <laughs> yeah it's just because you have no other time basically <laughs> yeah yeah I feel like it's like doing the morning thing is actually really healthy for you because it's like you get more productive if you get up at a certain time and You know, I just started training too, uh, personal training as well, and I have a couple clients, and I have so I have to get you know to the gym by like it's not that early, but like eight thirty, so it is kind of like
1: earliest clients eight thirty.
0: Yeah, so that's not bad, Mm -hmm. but it is like okay, I can't sleep in, you know, right? Because I am more of a night person. I work in a bar. I get off at ten. Usually, I'll stay up till maybe midnight. Go to sleep. Sleep in till. I guess even before I was still getting up at like 7 or 7.30. Just, so you're getting
1: like six hours of I know. sleep at night? That's not I feel good. like I need to get more, don't I? <laughs> yeah. I
0: think I really do actually. I think that might be hurting me. But I'm starting to understand like what you guys go through with you know, the time, you know, and as I get more clients, it's, I'm going to really have to be, that's probably a big thing is time management, right? With mm. you guys' life.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Because when you have so many clients, like how do you plan all that? And then you got the kids and then you got your family job. Family calendar. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you do?
1: Google family calendar. <laughs> so that, okay. Cause every
0: time I have you guys, like when I had you on and him, you're both like, we got to put it on the calendar. I'm like, that's smart. Like using a calendar. Cause like, it's right on your phone. Why not use it? You know.
1: Yeah. Well, before we used to carry around Franklin Covey day planners.
0: Actual books.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, with the tabs of every month and. I mean, it know, work if it works. If yeah. To write things. Yeah. That's what I'm
0: doing with my clients. I'm still writing all their plans in a notebook and keeping track. You Nothing know? wrong
1: with that.
2: Yeah. I
0: kind of like it. Like I'm I'm scheduling them with my phone and everything, but I'm. Their workouts, I'm tracking everything just in a notebook because I feel like it's an mm-hmm. organic way to do it. And then I can, like, see where we are, like, if they've made progress this week, you know. And I, There probably is an app for that, too, though.
1: Lots of apps. That's what I'm so worried <laughs> about. So I'm getting
0: clients asking me about apps, and I'm like, does everything have to be an app now?
1: Well, like if you want Ma- to be efficient.
0: Does Mark use an app for his clients? Yes. Okay, I might yeah. have to talk to him. <laughs> Because yeah. I feel like but people you know what? really... Not,
1: that's, that's new as of this year.
0: Well, I do Last think if it's something of my had... clients are saying they want, I need to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I got to do what they want. So yeah. it's like... I mean,
1: we've been doing old school ways for a while. Yeah. You know, I mean, it it was when we got our Gmail account, when we put away the paper book planners and went, you know, um, yeah, digital, because we had to share. Because the problem was... Not being able to have visibility of the other. You got to know where schedule. the other one's
0: doing or what where they're at or yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then when you've got kids and they've got after school activities and extracurricular activities,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, we 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 need to keep tabs on where everyone's at so we don't right. you know have conflicts. So
0: yeah, so Google works, but so why do you have a why do I get a green bubble from you? What's up with that?
1: Because I'm. A,
0: what? I'm an you hate,
1: Android user.
0: You hate iPhone? <laughs> I want that blue bubble <laughs> popping up on my phone and I'm getting that green one from you. I'm like, what is up with this? Is it just you like them better?
1: You know, Are you I,
0: passionate about... There's a lot of people that are passionately one way or the other.
1: I, I'm a Google, Google Apps user.
0: Oh, so is that so, better on Android? So
1: I feel like it's more user-friendly. It's more intuitive for the way my mind... Mm-hmm. You know, things.
0: There's probably a lot of good things about and- Androids. We're just so I'm so used to iPhones. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I tried to like iPhone, but of, because my brain has already yep. programmed itself how to use, I, I can't even swipe right. I can't. <laughs> He'll be like, S- swipe up, swipe up. I'm like, I am swiping. I'm like, well, you're married. You shouldn't, shouldn't be up.
0: swiping or anything. You know, like. <laughs> That's what a single people do. Left, left, left. Ooh, right, left, left. Right. Oh, right. Yeah.
1: It's like, <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'll, I'll be like messing with his phone and trying to do something that, you know, with my phone, it would only take like 10 seconds. Or, I think, yeah, they're coming. No, like, two I've, seconds. Here I am, like, yeah, I've I'm, never I'm used ready to an Android, so I don't know. Room.
0: <laughs> right. I think it gets really frustrating sometimes when you don't know how to do something. I've done that on this computer because, like, we lost some. Uh, <gasps> Episodes, you know, oh. I mean, I think I got it done. That's a, a,
1: that's
0: a Mac Mac, yeah. And there's been issues where, like, we lost that last episode. And Mark
1: was telling me that on the way. Here. Oh my god, I
0: feel like every time I have Mark on, it's like, oh, sorry, the computer took a shit again. Like, and then I have everybody else on, oh, it worked perfectly, Mark, you know, and then it's like I have him, and it's like, oh, it didn't work again. But, <laughs>
1: Are you going to lose this one too? No, it's not going to (laughs) happen, trust me.
0: I I know the secret. The secret is you have to hit stop recording first and then hit stop streaming. If you hit stop streaming first, sometimes it freezes and it's like that little circle where it's like... And once it's frozen, there is... I mean, I'm sure there's some computer guy that knows how to go into the back end and like, oh, the CPU is using too much of this here. We'll shut this down and it'll... I don't know how to do all that, so I'm like.
1: Watch, it's probably in there somewhere. If you got some computer guy, look at it.
0: I know. I I need a compute. I need a tech guy to help me out. <laughs> when this podcast takes off, it's gonna be like two cameras, huge studio. There you go. We're gonna have a TV <laughs> right here. <laughs> so I can like pull stuff up. Like, I think that's gonna be cool. Like, if somebody has like, oh, check out my bodybuilding routine from 2016. It's on YouTube. I'll be like. Okay, click, and I'll pull it up, and it's, like, right there, and then we can watch it, talk go. about it. Or I even thought about, what was that movie where uh, someone couldn't believe Mark hadn't seen this movie? And I'm like, we should just do a watch-along. I can't remember what it was, though. Oh. Something like Sam's like, you haven't seen that, bro? And I'm like, we, we could watch, we could put a TV here, and we could have a watch-along live on the podcast.
1: You know, like, <laughs> like, or, like,
2: sometimes...
0: <laughs> Well, you know, people do it like with sports and stuff too, or like fights. They'll watch the fights while the po- they podcast live, you know. And I thought it would be something kind of fun to do, or like movie, like watch some old movie and like just joke about it while it's on, you know. Like,
1: oh, well, you know what my kids are into? Um, those reaction videos.
0: I on YouTube, they're kind of fun. <laughs> Who do they watch? There's like, there's a group that I watch that they do a lot of funny ones, and I'm, I'm I love watching their react videos. Yeah.
1: What is that one? Sniper Wolf. You No, nope, never heard of that one, never
0: heard of that one. But kids know stuff on YouTube that we've never heard of.
1: <laughs> the one, Well, the, our oldest actually dressed as her for Halloween. Yeah.
0: But- They're bigger stars now, the internet people, than mm-hmm. any actors or musicians, I think. Like with kids, like my buddy has two girls and he's like telling me that, It's like, we watch these things together on YouTube, they'll show me like... They're so into it. There's a lot of cool stuff on there now. Yeah,
1: no, I
2: mean.
0: Like Mr. Beast, I don't even know who that is, but he's like the biggest guy on YouTube. He like, and he makes all, Hmm. he donates tons of money. He's a philanthropist, but like, and I think he makes a lot of videos that are popular with kids, but like he'll do these challenge videos and stuff. Oh, interesting. It's all like kid friendly stuff, I think. And adult friendly, but I think, I mean, he's huge on there. Like, I think he has his own like line of burgers. Yeah, he's like. What's uh, his name? Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast? I mean, it's funny because we've never heard of him, but he's like probably one of the most famous people that exist. We just don't know about him because we're like not tuned into that.
1: I wonder if he, it, maybe it's a certain age group.
0: I think it's a certain age group. Let me look him up really quick. So,
1: you might, so yeah, I've got, you know, the 20-year-old or the 19-year-old and the 9-year-old. So right, the 9-year-old is exposing the 19-year-old to her stuff. But for the most part, they watch the same kind of stuff. But they're right. both into K-pop and everything right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it says he's known as Mr. Beast, American YouTuber credited with pioneering a genre of YouTube videos that centers on expensive stunts. Um, who's Mr. Beast and why is he rich? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Forbes reported that he made $54 million on YouTube in 2021 with over 10 billion views across all his videos. So like, we don't even know this guy, but he's the biggest thing on YouTube. Isn't that wild? It's like, kids know stuff. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're on TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff. It's wild.
1: So it's like, go to college. What do you mean go to college? There's this guy on YouTube doing stunts and he's got 10 billion views. Well, that's what I mean. And now there's
0: literally (laughs) – like how do you tell your kid to go to college when there's people like their age making like millions of dollars being an Instagram model and shit? Right, or influencer. That's the new career. Influencer. (laughs) It's funny because even when I uh, just took my NASM test to get certified Mm. as a trainer and even like when I was studying for that, it's so funny because in the book like it literally lists – as one of the realistic job opportunities, like fitness influence, like it doesn't have that, like that's just, yeah, it's oh, that's a, a lot career. personal trainer, something, something, fitness influencer, like it's a real online influence. Like it's like, it doesn't even treat it as some like wild thing. Cause so many people are successful at it. Now it's just a real career. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's a diff- different world we live in now mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can be
1: an influencer in almost every industry.
0: Yeah. Cause like my cousin, she's it big into the makeup stuff. Mm hmm. Like, she moved to Nashville. She's, like, big into watching that stuff. Yeah. And that kind of has to do with fashion and everything, too.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, do you guys have to be, like, for your daughters? Like, do you kind of try to make sure they're not on there too much? Or, like, what's that like having a kid now with, like, social media? Is that tough?
1: I, I do monitor what they watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah. It's I suppose way. if they're okay. good
0: kids, they're fine. Well, you don't have to worry too much, right? Like you
1: know, I I I like to think that we raise daughters that have the ability to discern for themselves. Good from bad mm-hmm. and right from wrong. Right. Um and you know, M- Malia will have a, you know, a, her tablet or somebody's phone and she'll watch youtube and i have the parental you know yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. filters on but still things sneak in there yes. and she'll listen to something and you know there will be like a swear word but she quickly swipes it oh bad word swipes yeah, it away yeah she just knows that that's inappropriate but not because she intuitively said oh that's not good it's because you know we were present at right. a time when we caught that, mm-hmm. and I had to tell her, "You can't watch those kind of videos." Right. And I tell her, "I'm like, don't watch weird people, you know, weird people online either." Yeah, <laughs>
0: and don't talk to weird people yeah, online yeah. if someone's <laughs> trying to talk to you. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, we don't, we haven't run. Think hopefully, you haven't run into right. anything like that. Well, I yet. feel but, like
0: if you instill like basically self esteem in your kids, they're gonna be fine, right? Because they're gonna know right or wrong you know uh, for the most part you,
1: you still have to you, you still have to be present yep and just keep um, an eye on it yeah you, you 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 can't give them too much freedom Uh huh. because um, yeah i mean i think I, she, I have no idea honestly what they're watching when i'm at work <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I can't monitor them twenty four seven, but I do let them know. I can see your search history. Right. I can see your watch history. Yeah. Um, and and so I think that scared them. <laughs> right, like at I, I can
0: look at what you've been looking at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, making that's them that's a good aware, thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, making them aware that, um, you know what. What you do behind closed doors is not always behind closed doors. Right. You know, and then, of course, our faith, you know, th- that we, we let them know, you know, you can't hide anything from God. God knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might be able to hide from us, but God right. can see everything. You know?
0: Right. It's going to. Yeah. Like, I feel like. He's it, omnipresent. So. you guilty conscience. Yeah. You don't want that, you know, like.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Our. You know. It, instilling so that's a good that's a good sense
0: of community too right the like which church do you guys go to uh
1: so we uh attend charisma christian center in linwood
0: Uh uh-huh so that's probably a good sense of community as well
1: oh yeah yeah i feel
0: like that's a big one mark and i Um, are
1: heavily involved so
0: i I was listening to this uh they were talking about this study uh, based on people's Uh, jobs like like happiness levels Mm. and it was they were talking about like basically you know like bankers lawyers tech jobs people that sit behind a desk like they rate the lowest for happiness usually Mm. and then like the highest rated for happiness were like actually it's surprising it's like loggers and like farmers people that are outdoors more in
1: touch with nature in touch
0: with nature they had like the highest happiness levels but they also had in there like Religion, having a faith of some kind was helped people rate a lot higher in happiness mm-hmm. and I feel like it's probably because of that sense of community mm-hmm. and having that moral you know having some kind of compass as far as mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah well I'm, i I, um, I grew up with um, that instilled in me mm-hmm. at a um, at a very early age yes I mean, we, and you know we we always went to church together as a family, mm-hmm. um, you know, and um, I, uh, but when I, you know, developed a relationship with Jesus, that wasn't until way later in life, mm-hmm. like high school, Yeah, college when, you know, you, you hit that,
0: you get older and
1: place in your life and you really start to question things yeah. and, you know, it wasn't like go to church because it was just what we did as a family. You know, you life circumstances make you question certain things, and mm-hmm. and and so my um, way of dealing with things was um, uh, something my grandmother instilled in us was like mm-hmm. if if there's a problem that you feel is too big for you to handle, just give it to God. Yeah, and then so she really was um, uh, a, a big influence in my life Mm -hmm. as far as um uh you know my my spiritual what's your uh, grandma's name uh trinidad trinidad yeah she she is no longer with us yeah um but um yeah she left behind a, um if if there's anything she left behind in her legacy it was um really making yeah jesus a Yeah, I I feel like
0: it's so important to like remember those people, you know, our our grandparents and stuff like, because that's the other thing we're talking about as we get older, you know, it's like, you just remember those times of being young and how, you know, Mm -hmm. everything that they did for you. And like, I don't know how you guys but like, we had such like, every year, like Christmases were Mm -hmm. such a big deal, you know, with both, you know, both sets of grandparents and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, a lot of that world is gone now. You know, and it's like, but you have to remember it. So that's good that you got so much from her and, like,
1: at at the At the, yeah, at the age that I was because, um, you know, I'm just, I'm thankful that she instilled that in us Mm -hmm. um, because it was important to her. It became important to me. And then I knew going into, you know, when I have a family someday, yeah. this is going to be how I want to raise, you know, my right. kids. I want I want them to have a solid Christian foundation as well. Is yeah.
0: that something that helps you in like tough times too? To lean on that? Oh yeah, yeah
1: absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Mark in nineteen ninety five. Yeah. We started dating in nineteen ninety six, um, and um, he'll tell you. That, that my faith was a big, you know, pre qualifier, right. whether or not he was going to <laughs> qualify to date me or not. And it was like, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. if we're not going to agree on this, there's really no. Place
0: yeah, that's to... a tough thing. Like, people have to be lined <laughs> yeah. up on that, I think, sometimes in order well, to, to, to me, make it. To me, it work. was
1: really important. And
0: Sometimes I mean, people yeah. can do it um, having different, but it's tough. Like, I mean, this is off topic, but there was um, this girl that I met at the mm-hmm. actually the tanning salon. It's funny, but like, uh, so she was telling me about like her family, like her. Her mom was like a big Trump supporter, and her dad was like a big, like, hated Trump. And
1: I'm mm. like, That's almost like, a religion in itself. I'm like, How did that Yeah,
0: that is a religion. So her mom Especially was. Especially these like, days. So I guess she was telling me her dad was like super liberal, and then her mom was like wearing the Trump hat and stuff. I'm like, wow. How did that work? I'm like, I need to talk to her more about that because that sounds like. Yeah. That should be a TV show or something, right? That like, <laughs> sound
1: like kind of an intro. To yeah, you that should. Be,
0: we should write a show. We'll make tons of money off that. Like, Dad's a bleeding heart liberal. Mom is a right wing, you know, Trump hat wearing conservative. Like, we got a show there.
1: But but you yeah I mean today if you're on one side or another it 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 it, it rustles some feathers just as much as. Do you think, talking about religion? Do you think
0: when we were younger. People cared that much about that stuff compared to today.
1: I don't think we cared a lot about this stuff.
0: Because I don't remember people being like, I can't be friends with him. He votes this way. I don't remember that when we were young. That's social media. That's what social media has done. Just media. Yeah, media in general. TV news. Because it's like there's people that will literally not be friends with one side or the other. And it's like, I just don't remember that from when we were kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it
0: is a weird thing.
1: Well, it, it goes to show how much uh, our input, what we put in our, allow to put in our brain, that's how a, mm, it affects yeah. how we think and how it, it it basically builds and molds our character. So yeah, we're getting Mark brainwashed
0: and, by it. Basically, oh,
1: absolutely. I, mean, I saw
0: this meme and it was like the TV, and it was like a person sitting there and his head was open. And the TV was just dumping trash right into his brain. Because it's it is like, it's trash. That's what's going on. Yeah. It's weird.
1: Yeah. yeah. Why do you think suicide rate is as high as it is these days among young people? Because. <sighs> well, we hit,
0: we hit on that yesterday, to. and it is yeah. bad. Like, there's a lot of people out there. Like, mm-hmm. um, we're talking about that, how it's so important to reach out if you are having issues. And mm-hmm. there's another guy I've had on the podcast, uh, Eddie Lowry, and he was in the Navy. And he's big on that, like with uh, veterans, like because a lot of veterans commit suicide. And trying to like raise money, raise awareness of that, and it's like that's so sad too. It's just sad when people do that, Mm -hmm, you know, like.
1: mm -hmm. No celebrities. I mean,
0: a lot of celebrities do it. Well, that we were talking about that Twitch guy.
1: I know from Ellen,
0: and he's a dude too. Where it's like,
1: how did you get to that? Seemed
0: like he was totally positive, happy guy, Mm -hmm.
1: and so sad.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't even know what to think about the stuff.
1: It, it just goes to show that, you know, we are living in a filtered society.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what might appear to be real on the outside yeah. isn't really a true reflection of what was really happening on the inside. Right. So, you know, I that's why I'm always, like, careful on who... Um, we allow in our circle. Yes. You know, I, I, yeah, be just, there are some people that belong there and there are some people that don't because right. you don't really know someone until you know someone. They, they say can, it
0: It can take like two years to really get to know someone.
1: It could take 10 years. I, yeah. I feel, you know, I, I know my husband, but I'm learning more and more about him Yeah. every day.
0: Yeah. So even someone you're with all the time, it's still like a mystery sometimes, right? Like.
1: Well, we're, we're evolving
2: and changing and changing
1: and information is coming at us so quickly yeah. and that's impacting how we think and how we feel. And so that's why we can have our good days and we can have our bad days.
0: Well, and that's, what's weird with social media, right? Everybody's got this like avatar out there of like, this Mm -hmm. is who I am, but it's like, you don't even know how real that is. I mean, that's all kind of (laughs) <laughs> we're, put, we're putting our best out there, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, we're putting like we're putting our shirtless selfies out there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but is that really reality? It's like, it's part of reality, you know? Yeah. It, it's, so it is weird. I feel like we're lucky, all of us, like, and, and Mark, you, me, like, because we were around before all that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we kind of have this protection of, like, knowing that it's just social media. Absolutely. It's not a big deal. But, like, kids growing up with it now, I feel like they... You know, that is affecting suicide rates and stuff because, like, to them, if, like, That's they if somebody That's... makes fun of them, a girl makes fun of another girl on social media, it's, like, end-of-the-world stuffer. Oh. Oh, Whereas definitely. if it happens yeah. to us, we're like, yeah, it's social media. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, it's oh. not real. But
1: then you, we, we get into the topic of bullying.
0: That's what I'm saying. So, like, we know who we are without it because we remember a time before it. So, we already had a self identity. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we use it because we have businesses, we're training people, and I enjoy it. I enjoy social media. I like what it does. I like, you know, like Mark uses it for his business, very prolific with all the um, uh, interviews he does. And I feel like, and, you know, me with this podcast, I like it, I enjoy it. But you're right, the bullying thing, and like kids don't understand that it's not real. Like, to them, their online persona, if someone, like, pones them online, you know, like, makes fun of them, mm-hmm. owns them in front of everybody, like, it could be, like, end-of-the-world stuff to them.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And that can be kind of dangerous, for yeah. sure.
1: Well, and that's why, again, being a parent, you need to be present, you know, as much as you can in one form or another. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- you need to have conversations you need to be aware of what your how your kid is behaving yeah. just you know you know you should know as a parent like okay they seem off right they don't look happy or yep. they don't look like you well know, and they, you said they, you're they they intuitive look,
0: anyway so you might pick up on that stuff yeah
1: yeah and and so you know it's you know, it when I see that happening to my child, it prompts me to be proactive uh-huh. and go up to them and ask them, "Are you okay? Did yeah. something happen today? Is there something I need to know?" Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many conversations like that happen in the home these days when well that's a
0: good mom i think
1: mom and dads are so busy and kids are in and And if they're
0: not willing to talk about it then they hold it on so how do you as a parent is that the way how do you combat like bullying and stuff like how do you teach your kids that like stuff that happens online is not real like you know what i mean like how do you how do you combat that is it just what you said like talking to them and checking in with them and well, Communication, basically.
1: Yeah I, I i think Mark and I um, try to always foster a safe environment for them to come to us about mm-hmm. anything.
0: That's good.
1: With no judgment, right? And fear. So I mean, they they know that we are the parent. We're not their best friend. Yes. So we have a uh, we have a role of authority in the mm-hmm. home, but we also want to um, make sure that whatever we're doing in terms of discipline, it, they know that we are looking out for their personal mm. emotional and spiritual well-being number one and and just um, you know just not um, being afraid of disappointing us.
0: So you don't want to be so hard on them that they're scared to like if something happens, Oh shit, I can't tell mom and dad that right. they'll kill me.
1: Right.
0: You know, you want to be I think that's good cuz it's like but I also think it's good that those parents that are just friends with their kids sometimes it's like, you know, then they have no authority figure and that can harm them in certain ways too. Mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating when I talk to parents cuz I don't have kids yet, you mm. know, like it's like I don't know how <laughs> you guys do it.
1: Well, and you know, it's it's not just us. It it's takes cool. a village, right? It takes a so the, that's going really back true, to the right? Community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that our oldest, when she was in elementary school, that she was bullied. Yeah. At in at, in, in one of her classrooms, until she told me like, I think a few years later. And
0: you're like, why didn't you tell me?
1: Yeah, and, and but, um, she uh, was nine when she enrolled in martial arts. Right. And. So, you know, one of the, th- I mean, they learned several th- skills and um, habits um, just being in the martial arts program. And a lot of that, one of the re- main reasons why I wanted her to, con- uh, to enroll and to continue it was because I knew that building confidence, especially her being mm-hmm. a girl yeah. um, these days especially, we- was just really important. Um, and, and just That's having a super strong important. self-esteem. Um, because not only, um, not for only that, but um, she also had a learning, dis- has a learning disability. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually didn't tell her she had a learning disability until way later, like until she was in middle school. Right. Because I didn't want her to think that she was different.
0: Yeah, what's that thing about like Einstein? Wasn't there like something like some famous really intelligent person i can't remember who that invented something like there's a story where like his mom gets this note from the teacher and he's like what did it say and she told him something like really positive like oh he's like the most you're too smart or something like that and like later on he becomes like an inventor of something great like some maybe i don't even remember what it was but I, i i could look it up sometime but, like, the a note Einstein actually effect. said, yeah, the note actually said, like, your kid has a learning disability <laughs> and he's never going to amount to anything. Mm. But she didn't tell him that. You know, and luckily she didn't because he ended up being, like, a crazy good inventor. <laughs> you you know, know, like.
1: Well, we actually had that happen to us. Yeah. We actually had that happen to us where a speech-language therapist told us that our daughter was never going to get over her. her, And he was wrong. Her, her, she, well, she got even during COVID, straight A's. Yeah. That's why sometimes <laughs> you can't
0: listen to she, those dudes. She like,
1: graduated, straight A's. Um, you you know, got to be careful
0: that. who you listen to.
1: I'm very... In- Mark and I are, yeah, very protective on who we surround... Uh, right. Allow our kids to be surrounded by.
0: It even goes back to, like, that pharma stuff you're talking about. Because sometimes you'll go to a... Like, people will go to a doctor and they tell them this, this, and this. Oh, you'll never... And it takes them finding, like, mm-hmm. the right doctor. Like, oh, no, actually, we could try this one mm-hmm. thing. And they end up, like, being cured. Right. But imagine if they would have stopped at that first doctor's opinion. They would have just given up. Right. So I'm talking about people with bad diseases and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where, but they they find enough. So never trust that first opinion is my point. Like, always get, like, multiple. Yeah. You know, because you never always know. Somebody might just be, like... A really bitter, messed up person. They're just like, nope, that's just how it is. It'll never work out. You're never going to, you know, uh-huh. you got to find the person that's like positive.
1: Yeah, know? yeah. You know, so, but, yep.
0: Yeah, so. But if she's taking that self defense stuff, you got to be careful too, because like that one, um, I had that Barb Honcheck on here, and she started with self defense and became a UFC fighter. <laughs> so you never know. Like, oh, you're like next hey. thing you know, she's like starting to get in fights and stuff. And like, <laughs> becomes famous, gets on the UFC, you know. Like.
1: Well, you know, you're always gonna have those people that want to take it to another level.
0: Right. Um, that was interesting, though. Yeah.
1: yeah. See, Ma- um, Michaela, she's she's more um, she's she's like her dad, where you know.
0: That's the older one. Yeah. Okay. The older one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So she, her. Her beast side comes out. I was going to say, when she... you say more like your dad, what does that mean? <laughs> what does
2: that mean? So she's
1: she's pretty quiet and reserved until she gets to know you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, that inner ninja yeah. comes out when she's in her element. Okay. And so that's, yep. yeah, that's where, like, Mark with bodybuilding and stuff. Sort of that
0: ambition. And, yeah. yeah. It, it
1: just, everything that was, you know, um, yeah, she, they were internalizing. They just. Let yeah. it all out, right? When they, yeah. So that, it's been her outlet for ten years now.
0: Oh, so she's been in martial arts for ten years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I feel like you're right. That's such a good confidence builder.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, of course, our youngest by default, she's up in it too, doing yeah. it because she saw her sister doing it. It's probably
0: one of the best things you can do for your kids.
1: You know, and we didn't choose it for them. Yeah, it was actually. You remember living social? <laughs> it was. Um, kind so of like it's... a group on.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: so there was like a like some sort of um uh, deal for x amount of classes or something like that and I think it was for a day camp. And I I didn't know what to do with her one day cuz she didn't have school that that day and so I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, maybe I'll just enroll her in this day camp." And she, it was just like a couple hours or half maybe half a day right um and she loved it fell in love with it yeah didn't want to give up the uniform that they gave her and she's been in it ever since and so now she's training for her third degree black belt
0: oh my god (laughs) that's wild (laughs) yeah so that's good too because then they're gonna have Mm -hmm. self-defense because i mean if i had girls i would be worried about that too like (laughs) you know i mean it's there's a lot of weird stuff out there yeah you know so if they have some kind of ability to take care of themselves it's like that's a good thing
1: right right
0: so yeah that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah
1: i so yeah i I don't remember how we got into that but were we talking about bullying
0: or well yeah just like i yeah i guess bullying is like I don't know. You, you kind of gave me your answer, just keeping an eye on them and checking in with oh, them.
1: Oh, yeah, with social media. Just Yeah, just social media in general. It's
0: pretty wild. Kind
1: of, I mean, I could talk about that kind of stuff all It's great, long though,
0: long. like I said, for like... It's
1: fascinating. For
0: bodybuilding right? and like what Mark does and like what I do. It's like, it is such a good tool, you know.
1: But it can um, be used for evil as oh, well. Oh, <laughs> 100%. I mean... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it is it is it is like a tool, so it can be used for good or evil.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're
0: trying to like use it to spread, you know, good things, positive things, you can do that. Or if you're trying to use it to, I don't know, you can do the other stuff too. <laughs> you like, can do the other stuff. I mean, that's what Twitter is, I think. That's like where everybody just shits on each other. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Facebook's pretty weird too.
1: Yeah. It's...
0: Are you big on Facebook?
1: You know, that's where I interact with mostly friends and family.
0: It's pretty great for keeping in touch.
1: Yeah, I if anything, and I I'll, I'll post some, you know, funny stuff just yeah. to, you know, just throw some humor out there. People need to laugh. I think Let so lose. too. Yeah, if more people <laughs> you know? did that, it'd be
0: better. But yeah. there, are,
1: you know, the what I don't like about it is when you get so-and-so's opinion and everybody else's opinion it's about, all the political it's just the opinions, fighting yeah. just just the opinions in general that 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 go through there and so i, I, I just learned to just keep scrolling and ignore all oh i don't that get in any stuff. kind of
0: i never get in political arguments or fight i'm always like nope stay out <laughs> of it like
1: because
0: it's like just not worth your time
1: <laughs> and no one has the time anymore these days to to do that
0: there's certain people they post i'm like nobody cares bro like why are you <laughs> like nobody cares about your opinion Well,
1: the problem i have are like the people who never interact with you at all never like a post never say hi you know they don't react to anything yeah maybe you know it's like that that friend from like 20 years ago who you only know because of so and so and whatever and then you post something that they don't agree with and all of a sudden they chime in it's it's like like,
0: i haven't talked to you in years Like, (laughs) where did you come from (laughs) yeah i didn't even know we were still friends (laughs) yeah
1: and, and that's annoying
0: it's funny because me me and my friends back <laughs> home we have this like group text that we stay in to keep in touch yeah and it's like my wrestling promoter his wife and then a couple other friends and it gets pretty wild in there we share memes and like funny stuff but like <laughs> we have this thing where we like we'll take like a screenshot of our like craziest facebook friends like the ones Like you
1: take screenshots of your crazy Facebook friends.
0: Yeah, and we'll send it to the text thread so we can like show each other like we're we want to create like a, a coffee book table of like the weirdest profiles on Facebook. <laughs> it's like people of Walmart but with Facebook, you know, like, it's what? like. So she's like.
1: It's the new Facebook. She sent
0: this one where it's like this dude that's like totally convinced that like you know democrats are eating babies and that the earth is flat and we live in a dome mm-hmm. and all this stuff and like there's lizard be- like so yeah yeah so like he's definitely in there he's like one of them and i don't know it's it's just a that's gonna be
1: thought. a coffee table book. yeah well you like, we can make this
0: like book like the craziest people on facebook oh, we definitely could never really do that because it's like you can't do that <laughs> i don't know it's just something funny we do keep each other entertained you know oh, that's funny there's some wild people out there on Facebook that believe some wild stuff.
1: I thought I knew some of my friends, and I thought I knew some of my family. And then you see what they, <laughs> yes. how they comment on some stuff and how it's they like, respond oh, to certain things. It's like, oh, okay. shit. whoa, I didn't know you were like that.
0: Yeah, it gets pretty wild, doesn't it? <laughs> and
1: then it's like, unfollow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like a Wild West. And if they west. get crazy, then they get unfriended. But... It's
0: Wild West out there on Facebook. It's wild, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's why we thought it'd be funny to start like a coffee book table. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: I hope she, I never make a photo on that coffee book. Nah, table. you <laughs> wouldn't.
0: You wouldn't make it. It's some weird, real weirdos out there, you know. But I don't know. Just something funny. That's I hilarious. don't know that. There's there's certain group texts that I like have with friends that I like doing it because it's like so. I have my my uh, group text with my two buddies back home, my two best friends. We're always just checking in on each other, and, and mm. you know, it's all pretty positive stuff. That's awesome. That group with my wrestling promoter, is why, that one gets wild, the stuff on that text. they... text? Yeah, just the memes and funny memes and stuff, but it's a cool way to kind of keep in touch with people you otherwise... You know, because they're all still back in Iowa, so it, it's fun mm-hmm. to stay in touch that way. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that's the... That's that's where you go into, okay, social media has its advantages,
0: those are the positives. Yeah,
1: because back in the day, if I wanted to keep in touch with my friends during the summer, we had to write letters.
0: Oh, my God. That's <laughs> old school. <laughs> we had to yeah. actually,
1: like, write a letter.
0: That's a lost address art. Address
1: it, put a stamp on it, and mail it. Because you were saying, like, your penmanship, like, I don't
0: think I can even write anymore. Like, I can, like, write. I have pretty decent handwriting if I write in all caps. Like, if I got to do yeah. the boards that work for the beer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I can do it. I can still write. It my takes name. effort. But like, if I try to like start writing a note, I'm like, oh my god, I forgot how to write, because <laughs> we don't ever do it anymore. Yeah. You know, like we like writing down somebody's email, and, and I'm like, oh my god, I my I can't remember how to actually write. You know, especially if you're doing lowercase because. Yeah, spelling. Luckily, the phone fixes it all for you. <laughs>
1: no, but, but if you're writing.
2: Yeah, then and it's then like trying to spell. It's no. like oh,
0: can. <laughs> the phone is weird though because it when since I've had this podcast and you're trying to put people's names in, it's like so annoying when it tries to auto correct stuff, it's like, no, write what I just said. It like, I mean what smart. I said. Yeah. It's like, keeps changing the last name or like, like, I can't remember like definitely with Sam's last name, Sam Deason. Oh, uh-huh. I can't remember what it, it kept changing. I'm like, would you stop doing that? <laughs> you know, like I had to like go back and hit enter to make sure that it got it right. But Auto-correct. autocorrect can mess you up mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. you think you just wrote some smart thing to your friend and you look back you're like oh shit i just autocorrected to some weird thing like
1: yeah it can go really, really it can bad. go bad yeah <laughs> yeah
0: it's funny but yeah i think social media can also be really positive like look at it in the sense of like what mark does with it so like You know, posing classes, like sharing and promoting other people, all that stuff. And it helps his business. Like, so, and then the other thing we do in the bodybuilding stuff is like we will get inspired by other people. Mm -hmm. Like, so if they're posting that they're working really hard and you see that, like you get inspired by it. You know what I mean? And it Mm -hmm. makes you want to work hard as well. And
2: Mm -hmm.
0: so I definitely, like... If I've asked this to some of my other guests, if you could live in any other time, would you want to? Or Because for me, I would love, I love this time we live in right now. Hmm. If there, is there any other time you wish you could live in? If you could pick any decade,
1: any decade, are yeah.
0: you, because me, I think right now is the best time to be alive. Even mm-hmm. with all the crazy social media stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I could do this time without,
0: without, without all the yet. social media.
1: Yeah. I, I, except my space. If we could go back to MySpace, please.
0: MySpace, what was that dude's <laughs> name? Tom. Tom. They made our fr- made us friends that, with that Tom. That was the OG even... MySpace.
1: Yeah, if we could have this time with MySpace, I'd be okay with that.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember. Because all MySpace. you,
1: all you had to do, there, there wasn't any of of the type of interaction that you see today. You just, you just shared, like, oh, cool you just music. shared stuff. Yeah.
0: And there was no like people couldn't comment on it, right? Like, I,
1: I think you could. But but that
0: was before everybody we, started getting nasty. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah, and but it was, those were fun times.
0: <laughs> yeah, they just made you friends with some dude named Tom. That's all I remember. <laughs> I barely remember that. Yeah, MySpace. What? What? And you what, could
1: have your own music. Yeah. At, on your, so you had your, your profile page and remember you could change I, your own remember music.
0: like iPods.
1: You know, I never never had an, an iPod.
0: iPod. Yeah, that's like where it all started. Mm-hmm. iPods, then iPhones. You're gonna yeah. start
1: thinking I'm an anti Apple person. I think you hate Apple, honestly. I think <laughs>
0: I think this is uh, I don't know what they did to you, but
1: <laughs> Windows. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're just not into the Apple products. I keep getting these green things on my phone. I'm like, one what, of these <laughs>
1: days. What is? I'll this give it another green try. bubble. I know.
0: It's always weird when you get a green bubble, you're like,
2: ugh, green bubble. Well,
1: I have, yeah, I have like this text, group text with me and my cousins, I think a majority of them are, are, um, Apple. So is that? Yeah, iPhone users. And so they get to all like react to certain comments and... I can't do that. You
0: can't do the heart. I like, know. <laughs> <laughs> somebody says something really loving, you're like, we can heart it. it like, oh, I love that. It just heart.
1: says, reacted. I mean, how did you react? Were you sad? Were you mad? Right. I'm yeah. like, if
0: you keep sending me these green happy? bubbles, how am I supposed to heart them? Heart. you know, Like, come on.
1: First world problems. It is
0: a first world problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It is weird. It's weird when you, you you have one thing or the other, and then it's like everybody that likes the one, you want to get everybody to your side. Like, come on, just get <laughs> stop being green bubble i'm a rebel but you're yeah you're a rebel or it's like one side is which side is the dark side like am i darth vader or are you the rebellion <laughs> like, what side's the evil yeah. side like marxine's
1: both sides oh
0: yeah yeah because it's like star wars which one's <laughs> the empire and which one's the, the rebellion i feel like apple would be the dark side kind of but it's I feel like Android they make a lot of money too don't they
1: I don't I don't know like Google's not the safest place.
0: I mean the hear. creepy thing about <laughs> it is like they just. Uh, I
1: I, like, I'm I'm really not liking some things that Google is doing now and and just websites in general yeah. you know just forcing you to accept cookies now and just oh they're e- watching everything. everything they just want to track us you know, and they're not just
0: tracking you they're tracking selling all your data yeah. and making tons of money off of it yeah. and keeping tabs on everything you do they have a profile on every i mean it's wild
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, mean, well, I don't really data care. is the new gold
0: yeah data is everything it's and it's like i wish we could make money off our data they make so much money off our data I remember some my mom the other day like on Facebook and a bunch of other people from my hometown I'm like this is when I knew that my like hometown like the people are getting too old cuz they posted this thing on Facebook it was one of those things like my feed's been full of too many ads lately so if I copy and paste this it should reset the algorithm I'm like
1: no <laughs> I was no. like mom
0: are you really that old lady that's posting that dumb stuff like <laughs> copy and pasting text into your a uh, Facebook feed is not going to change anything. And, like, yeah. the whole thing is an ad. That's the whole – it's yeah. an ad model. Like, copying text into a thing is not going to change anything about the algorithm. I'm like, Mom, are you getting seen now? Do I have to move home? Or, <laughs> what, what are we doing? And it was, like, all these other people. And I'm like – I was like, why do they think that would work? Yeah. Because you could write gibberish in your thing and post it would be the same thing. It have doesn't... you
1: ever watched the movie Snowden?
0: No. Oh. That's about Edward Snowden. Yeah, you yeah. That's good Is that on which streaming service?
1: I think I probably watched it, rented it. Maybe Amazon Prime at one and point. And who's in that? Oh, that who, plays, who plays? Who plays in? Justin think, Timberlake? Was it Edward Norton?
0: Norton? Yeah, because I, I don't know much about that thing, but yeah, it's some wild stuff.
1: It it does make you question all this technology.
0: And I'm trying to blow this podcast up. We yeah. literally we probably just got shadow banned for talking about it. No, I'm so <laughs> They're probably going to take this episode down. Like, ooh, they're getting too close to the right. truth here. Like, they're talking about all this stuff. Yeah. No, it's wild, though. Like, they make so much. There was that other documentary on Netflix. Um, I think the social dilemma or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's another one. And they one talked too. about
0: all that too and it's like and they that one showed how easy that's it crazy. was for the son to get radicalized politically too. Yeah. Like he all of a sudden got deep into that. Yeah. And it's wild. There's another one like Into the Storm, I guess, which is about the QAnon stuff. Oh, and it shows that. how people got so radicalized by all that stuff. That was one where they thought like that the government was some secret pedophile thing and mm-hmm. that there was some kind of like Something going on at the basement of this pizza joint. And this guy showed up at the pizza place with a gun thinking he was going to save kids from being human trafficked. And it turned out like there was no basement there. And it was just a conspiracy. And like. Wow. Yeah. What is
1: that? Into the storm? Into the
0: storm. Storm. It's all about the QAnon stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about it. But. I
1: don't
2: know.
0: It's wild. It's wild. There's wild stuff out there. (laughs) But yeah. I feel like you got to be. Careful on what you believe or don't believe from social media.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and yeah, so that's definitely something you know raising kids in this generation. Yeah. Um, a, a high priority, making sure that they, you know, have, you know, the ability to not get sucked in. Yeah, to sucked into that. some of
0: that stuff. Kind of some keep some basis in reality outside of social media so you kind of have a
2: yeah.
0: a framework of like yeah mm-hmm. i don't know that is wild but yeah there's some some good documentaries on all that stuff like i forgot what were we talking about right before that <laughs> Shit. i don't
1: know We've i got carried away things.
0: yeah that, that's <laughs> that's just some wild stuff i mean oh i think it was like i was gonna say like the, the other thing that's weird about all that is like I just saw this thing where this guy was talking about the supply chain, like for our phones and like where all the cobalt comes from. In I think it's like in the Congo in Africa. And the sad thing is like we're I mean, basically, it's like slave labor. Mm -hmm. There's like people with their kids Mm -hmm. on their back and they're in these mines digging for cobalt. And like that's the only way they can get a dollar to eat that day and it's Sad. like the bottom of our supply chain for these phones it does like we're all guilty you know cuz there there's people like slaves right now digging up cobalt just to mm-hmm. make our batteries for these phones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like i mean what do we do about it i don't know you know and like and the other thing is like they're economy is basically based around that. So, like, even if you would try to go in there and, like, say, like, ban it, like, we're not going to... be li- like,
1: what are we They'll doing? be like,
0: no, we need this. This is how <laughs> we make our money, you know? So, yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's messed up. hmm hmm But that's...
1: It's where we're... It's where we're yeah. at.
0: <laughs> I mean, on a positive note, it's, like, it's pretty great time to be alive.
1: hmm yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I never... I don't know. Yeah, I did answer that question. Yeah. I, it's every... Every day, is a blessing. Yeah. To be alive. Right. I mean, I
0: know, think it, it is too. I love I love being alive in this
1: time. You know, some people don't wake up the next day. It's a blessing to be here. <laughs> I'm just, right. You know, and so it's, um, yeah. I you know every every day I just look at it as an opportunity to do better than yesterday. hmm
2: Just growth. Um, to of...
1: learn, grow. Um, you know. It, you know because of my faith i believe that you know god is just using every day every minute of our lives to groom us into you know and 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 strengthen our character to help us become better versions of ourselves to fulfill you know whatever our purpose is i like that in in this life so you know even you know i i'm i'm in the 2023 I'm looking at like, okay, this is gonna be the year where um, I'm gonna embrace change. Uh-huh. I'm going to, you know, welcome, um, uh, you know, new opportunities. I'm yeah. going to uh, allow myself to, um, uh, you know, explore and be creative more, and yeah. to 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 take some risks where in other times, you know, I, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, you know, it's like, so every, you know, situation, good, bad, negative, positive, um, you need that in order to build that endurance.
0: I think what you said about the the negative stuff, I don't think we appreciate it until much later. Like the times when you have really bad things in your life, you look back and you're so thankful At least for myself, there's times where I've been through really hard things. Mm -hmm. And when I'm going through them, it seems terrible. But then when I look back, I'm so thankful for them. Yeah. Because they they made you who you are. They made you so much stronger. They made you learn a lesson that you need to learn. Made you
1: wiser. Made
0: you wiser. Like it made you treat people better. It made you, like you said, try to be a better version. And then you even realize sometimes when you look at bad situations, like what parts of that were your fault?
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like
0: what parts of that
1: do some self analysis? Was I
0: actually at fault? It wasn't. I can't blame it on everybody else. Mm -hmm. Like I can't. And you learn how to like. Oh, I'm actually like. I'm part of the reason things didn't go right for me or like, and then you learn how can you be better at that? Right. Um, and I think it's good what you said about this year, 2023, you're kind of like setting intentions for the year, right? Mm-hmm. Like like you have these ideas of like, this is what I want to do this year. Um, because I think you're right. It's like I my biggest fear in life would be staying stuck the same
2: mm.
0: without that growth or trying to be better every year or like just change, you know, yeah. like, Um, so yeah, like, so that's some goals you have coming up, huh?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then how long, how much longer do you think, like, how many more years do you think Mark will be bodybuilding?
1: Till his body says shouldn't anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's, um. I don't know.
0: Has, what's been the hardest part about being like married to a bodybuilder for so long?
1: The hardest part? Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, it's it sounds cliche, but it really is a lifestyle. Uh huh. I mean, you eat, sleep, drink, bodybuilding. Yes. Literally, <laughs> there's not
0: any day where it's like, can we just not talk about bodybuilding and do bodybuilding things?
1: <laughs> not talk about bodybuilding. Because it's like we meal plan every day. Yeah. Work
0: out every day, cardio every day, clients every day. So the whole thing is revolved around it. it's like, so like there's really no time in your life where it's like
1: not in your forefront.
0: So, like, because there are other people that exist
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the world that their lives don't have anything to do with bodybuilding. Yeah. But and yeah, we forget it because yeah. we're so into it. You know, <laughs> it's like, there's actually people out there that don't do any of this. You know, yeah. they just, like, live their life. It's,
1: right, right. Like, yeah. So, it's like, you know, some you know people I know, they, they you were asked earlier, you know, what kind of shows are we watching? And what, like, we literally have no time yeah. to like watch these things because you know yeah sometimes his earliest personal training client is 5 30 in the morning
0: yeah and i'm complaining about it <laughs> i better step up my game damn son yeah, like what am i i can't be complaining
1: he was shit. training someone at 10 30 last night yeah so trying to we have to be intentional about scheduling you know blocking out In our calendar, date nights. Like time for each other. Family nights, family days. How important
0: is that? Is Uh, that...
1: 100% important. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, if we're not making time for what really matters... Bodybuilding will always be there.
0: Right. We were talking (laughs) about that yesterday, how no matter how ambitious we are, no matter how big our goals are, nothing in life is more important than like love... Family and friendships, mm-hmm. the relationship like at the end all. of the day, when you're on your deathbed, those are going to be the things that you remember. Mm-hmm. You know, so if yeah. you're not putting time into that,
1: even your your yeah, you can't your muscles won't go with you mm-hmm. to heaven. No,
0: your soul or your spirit will, but your your <laughs> yeah. your your body. Oh. you I mean,
2: yeah,
0: your body stays here; it goes mm-hmm. back into the earth. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's you that goes on to somewhere else, and,
1: and... what people remember you. Fool. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah it's um yeah if if your question yeah with with that is it's just it's it's a consuming lifestyle lifestyle and but so yeah. so
0: the important thing is intentionally creating time for family and date night and stuff like that, so you actually the way to combat that busy lifestyle is work that into it, schedule that into it with intention,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: so that's that's a good thing. I feel like that's like important because it's like just like anything else, you make time for it by working it in, scheduling it in, mm-hmm. and then it's like and then being present when you're there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah,
1: yeah well and this is what Mark does for a living. Mm-hmm. It's not a hobby right., um, so you know it, it the, that's where. You know, owning a business. Do you really own the business or the business owns you? <laughs> well, yeah, because it's
0: not just that he's a bodybuilder. It's like he's an entrepreneur.
1: Right. And so you, it's
0: like you're married to an entrepreneur yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And that can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, you know, I uh, we're friends with a lot of people that own businesses. Fam- we have family members that own businesses. Yeah. And it's a struggle to balance, you know, find that balance. I don't know if you really... I, I read somewhere in an article. Just throw the word balance out. There's, it doesn't so exist. So there's like no
0: balance. There's no balance. Yeah, it's just basically it, a big But chaos, right? Like
1: for the most part, it, it's... What?
0: Intentional chaos. Like, <laughs> like with some organized, sort of chaos. organized chaos. Organized yeah, chaos, yeah, yeah. Controlled chaos,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's
0: what we used to call it, controlled chaos,
1: mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's... Um, um it it we don't always follow our schedule um mm-hmm. and and it's at it's in those moments when we're like, okay, we'll just you know reschedule it we'll put it off and then if something happens you know and, and we're fighting and the kids are feeling neglected, you mm-hmm. know uh, and, uh, and and there's tension in the home, then we know, you know, okay, why Yep. And, and it was because we didn't make those things a priority. So you right. know, you hear that about that analogy with the jar mm-hmm. and the rocks. Okay. Have uh, you seen that? Uh, explain one? it to me. Yeah. So there's a professor, and he goes up to his class, and he holds up this big jar, right? Yeah. And he puts it in in front of the class. He's like showing this empty jar, and he's got um, uh, a bunch of rocks off to the side, and he asks mm-hmm. the, um, uh, he, he puts the rocks inside the jar. I'm sure I'm not telling this exactly the way it was, but he puts the rocks inside the jar, and he asks the, the class, is this jar full? And, and they're they like, yeah, yes. yeah.
0: But then you can pour, full. like, sand in there. Yes.
1: Like, or yes. first
0: pebbles, and <laughs> sand. Yes. And then, like, water. Water, yep. And it's like, so it really wasn't full.
1: So he's like, well, what's the lesson that you learned here, class? And, and they're like, you know, you know, everything, everything, you you can do everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or everything fits. And, right. and then he's like, no, the lesson is here is put the big things in first. Okay.
0: Otherwise, yeah, you wouldn't have had room.
1: Room for anything else.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So we try to... So you have to, to base it
0: around the, str- like, the foundation has to be, like, family... That stuff first. You have and to know you your build your priorities. Everything are. else around that kind of yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And how do you identify those priorities? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, make a list. What's important to you?
0: Yeah, because I'm finding that out too. Like, because I want to do everything. You know what <laughs> like, I'm saying? And a lot like, of people who are And ambitious. I can, <laughs> and I can, and I'm going to. It's like,
2: yeah,
0: you know. It's but it's it's you just have to like. That's why I get inspired by entrepreneurs. Mm. So like. You know, hearing, like, how hard people work, I'm like, oh, so if they can do that, like, I can do that, like, you know.
1: Well, and, yeah, but, uh, it's, it goes to, what's your definition of success?
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: tough.
1: <laughs> you know, it, I don't our, know. And, you know. It's different it, for it, every looks person. For, yeah, it looks different for every person. Um, success to some people might mean financial success. Yeah. Some people might, you know, think it's professional, you know, um, career or professional success. Right. Um, others, it's, you know, some sort of status, you know. A
0: hundred percent. Yeah.
1: You know, maybe, maybe that's their definition of success. Um,
0: so do you already yeah. feel like you're successful? I was going to say, because if I think about it, the way I define success in a sense I already feel really happy about the life I've lived, you know? Cause for me, sometimes it's about how you've lived your life is almost some of it too. Like if you haven't, you know, done anything mm. too bad or screwed people over or mm. like, and then I've always, I'm, I'm lucky in a sense that I was able to do things that I wanted to do, chase dreams. That I wanted to chase. So like, I don't, at the end of my life, I won't have, Like, oh, man, I wish I would have done this.
2: Regrets.
0: Regrets because – but then on the other side of that, when you're out chasing things sometimes, you are taking for granted. Mm -hmm. You're paying a price. Like even me being out here chasing my dreams, I'm thousands of miles from my family. My sister has uh, my two two nephews and one niece that I'm not part of the life right now Mm -hmm. that I wish I was. Like I'm not – at home right now where like my grandma, she is getting older and she's like the last grandparent I have left and I'm not spending all this time with her. And who knows how many years she has left. Like these are all trade-offs, you know, and I'm very aware of them and it's like, so it is tough to balance all these type of things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's like, there's, there's, I heard this one saying, I can't remember. It's a famous quote, but it's like, there are no, there's no solutions only trade-offs mm-hmm. like so it's like you're never really going to get a perfect solution there's always a trade-off like if you do this here and you're successful in this thing you're maybe missing out on this other thing and it's hard balance. you know like
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah no. do i so your question is yeah yeah i see myself as right do you feel pretty
0: fulfilled in life and everything and or is that what you're working on in twenty twenty three? That's what you're going for is, is some of those goals.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um yeah, you, you know, I think um I think you really nailed it when you said, you know, when, you know, at the end of the day I, you know, feel like I, you know, did what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I'm happy with myself i um, kind of around the, those lines but um you know I I in our family we ne- we don't subscribe to the idea that we've ever arrived.
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: We we There's there, no finish. No, there there's there's always an opportunity to learn, to grow, be yeah. better, to influence another person, um mm-hmm. to in- inspire another person to make a difference. Um and so uh, I, I think success, it's a day-to-day kind of a thing. Yeah, it's I not love that. It's this, okay, I got to do all of these things and accomplish these things, and at the end of the tunnel, what do I have to say for myself? It's, There's no end. No, it, it's, it's to me, it's success is um, when I lay my head on my pillow at the end of the day, who did I make smile? Yeah. Who did I make laugh? Who yeah. did I help encourage? Yep. And, and, and it's, it's just an ongoing process day to day. And as long as I didn't bring anyone down, hopefully, Mm -hmm. then, um. Right. If you can look
0: yourself in the mirror and know that you, you were good to people, that's a big thing. Yeah.
1: And I please God.
0: And not have like guilt, like if something you did bad or like. Right. That's a big thing for me so conducting yourself in a way that you can be proud of
1: right and as you go through life we'll, we'll make mistakes we're human oh right? <laughs> i've done it yeah trust me yeah there are many times where i laid my bed you know laid my head down in bed at night and be like why did i say that there's a few things why I've done I in life that? That, that
0: i really wish i could take back yeah, yeah.
1: turn the ha- back the hands of time and not do that but yeah but there's that what is my yeah this saying there you know there's there's no mistakes only opportunities for growth mm-hmm. um and, and so, you know, Bob Ross, didn't he say something like that? There's no, there's no. Oh, he did say <laughs> There's <that>. no <laughs> mistake. He's always like, oh, I made
0: a little mistake. Oh, nope, now it's just a little tree. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Just put a little bush over here. We'll just cover that up.
1: Yeah. I like him.
0: Yeah, well, even that, that tattoo artist I had on here, he said, like, when you're an artist, he's like, a mistake is just part of the art. Yeah. He's like, just, you have to blend it in. There's no fixing it. It's
1: like,
0: it's now just part of the piece, you yeah. know, like.
1: You know, but there, are there things that I want to do before I leave this earth? Oh hell yeah! Absolutely. There's a yeah. lot of things I want to see done for myself. I want to see my kids and I, you know, um, do a, do what they want to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I the way I look at it is, you know, I, I think my gauge is my kids. Right. Because I, I brought I brought I brought these children. Into this world, Mm -hmm. and even though, um, you know, I'm not the only person in their lives influencing them and turning them into what they want, you know, or who they are and who they're gonna be. I, if at, you know, if I am able to look and say I did okay with them, then I'm good with that.
0: And that'll like never stop being your job.
1: Raise them to be good kids, right? That serve in their communities serve people um that aren't selfish entitled yeah that's a
0: big one you don't want your kids to be like a karen or something yeah no offense to our karen i love i love some karens out there but that's like that term that people use you know like (laughs)
1: You have an interview for a Karen one <laughs> of these days. You're going to think about
0: that. Well, I know. I know a Karen at the gym. She's awesome and she's not a Karen. Yeah. You know, I'm like, damn. <laughs> Poor that, Karens. I know that's, not... that saying ruined it for all these nice ladies yeah. named Karen. It's like, you know, it's that that name for like super entitled. It'll be interesting know, like,
1: to see the baby names of 2020. and, and
0: Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> wait.
1: No one's going to be like a Karen.
0: <laughs> Na- no, that name is done. That name is done. Maybe someone will be daring, be like I'm just gonna name her Karen anyway. Screw that. You know, like, what
1: was my mom thinking?
0: I know, and it really is a pretty name, actually. You know what I'm saying? Like, I
1: know a lot of Karen. I do you too. It's. Fine, like, yeah, but... I don't know how
0: that name became the, like go to. I
1: wonder if that person made royalties. <laughs> like right, like who was the original <laughs> person?
0: It's just like I a. Came gen- up with that. I think it was just like they were using a generic white lady name, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? like.
1: Yeah, and then it went viral. And, and it became it a, went... <laughs> a
0: viral thing. It's like...
1: It became a movie.
0: Is that a movie There's too? an
1: actual movie called Karen or something.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, it's the thing, like... And we all know what a Karen is. It's that super entitled person that, like, wants to complain about something and get, like, their food for free or whatever. You know, like, wants to talk to the manager. <laughs> like, Like... <laughs> Can I see your supervisor? You know, like, I tell you what, though, there's times when you need a Karen. Like, because some shit went wrong, or like, you know, like you need somebody, and you're like, you're one of those people that doesn't want to like talk to the manager, and you're like, it's fine, but like, actually, really, it's not fine. And you're like, we need to drop, we need to pull a Karen in to
2: deal with this. Like,
0: we need, like, because I'm not talking to the manager. I don't want to ruin that guy's day. We need somebody that's willing to go there. You know? Like, I'm thinking of like when, Our flights got canceled and everything. Mm. And, like, I had to call and, like...
1: Oh, during the Christmas holiday? Right.
0: So I wasn't able to make my flight, but it was still showing as going. And I wanted to get my credit. I didn't want to lose that money, you know. So, like, if it was up to me, luckily my friend Kaylee was able to, like... She went into, like, Mamo. She's like, give me that phone. And she's like, I'll, And she's like, "Excuse me, can I talk to your man?" Like she went into full, like <laughs> she got it done for me, and I got my money back and everything. And I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, "That, thank you." I'm like, "I would have never been," you know, like, I just don't like dealing with that kind of stuff, you know. So. Well, I,
1: I, I can be confrontational.
0: You need that. Yeah, sometimes.
1: I, I think I think there's a, there's a difference between being confrontational. Right. Um, that's
0: what I actually mean. Yeah. That's what I mean sometimes.
1: And being a Karen. A Karen's because, yeah, a different thing. Yeah, yeah, a Karen will find – will assume no personal responsibility.
0: Right. They just want attention or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. they just want to make the other person feel miserable because they miserable. feel miserable. <laughs> that's what it is. Yes. That, that's – yeah.
0: That's that. the psychology of it if you're yeah. going back to your psychology, 100%. <laughs> it's, it does, and it can be a guy, girl. It doesn't matter. It's somebody who – is unhappy in their own life and wants to pass that unhappiness on to somebody else.
1: And that never happens in bodybuilding. It doesn't? No, never.
0: You're being never. sarcastic? <laughs> is there some shitty
2: bodybuilders out there? <laughs> oh, I bet you got stories. Like, they're probably running No, I'm dog. just talking
1: about, yeah, no, just, you know, un, uh, yeah, what's the saying um, uh, uh Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. It's all right. It'll come. In. <laughs> um, you know, just uh, you know, people who are unhappy. Yes. Yeah. They they, they spread their happy, unhappiness to other people.
0: It's like that hurt people hurt, hurt people yeah, thing. Hurting yeah.
1: people hurt people. That's it is. I, weird. that's what I was trying to say. I'm like, all right.
0: no, I get what you're saying though. Um, it's it's John Maxwell. Yeah. What's that? Who's that? Yeah. Oh.
1: You never heard of John Maxwell? Uh-uh. Oh, well, you better get yourself some John Maxwell books.
0: Is that a good... Is he a good author?
1: hmm Leadership. Yeah, very leadership. well-known um, author, uh, books on leadership.
0: That's good. I keep Pastor. getting so many good suggestions for books from my guests on here. I need to get on some of that stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's true, though. People, if they're in pain or hurting, a lot of people will pass that on to other people. And... Or try to.
1: Some people may not... The psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> Want to be in me. Um, well, and, you know, also, me being a Christian, I think it's important that we show extra grace mm-hmm. for those people. Because we don't know where they're coming from. I
0: think so, too. Because that might be the thing that nobody's giving them love, and that's why they're like that.
1: Well, I and it goes back to, okay, my experience as a parent. So... When my kid is acting up, why is that most of the time? When a kid acts up,
0: they're lacking attention or something, or they they need something from you, but they don't there's know how void to ask. Somewhere. There's yeah. something missing. Yeah, yeah,
1: there's something missing. There's a void, and uh, and yeah, we we need to, you know, figure out what that is and what the root of that problem you know what is it that caused that Mm -hmm. and for some adults i mean it goes way back to man could be birth
0: right they just haven't dealt with some shit i
1: I mean i find
0: a lot of adults are walking around with like traumas from childhood that they just haven't dealt with and it's like part of you wants to be like you need to grow up or something (laughs) but it's like also like they don't there's yeah what are they gonna do they don't know how to handle it or Mm -hmm. so they've never learned how to move past that i guess
1: yeah how do you move past that how do you move past the trauma therapy Um, (laughs) yeah if you realize you have a problem yeah that's true a lot of people yeah yeah, some people don't or they don't see it as a problem yeah um so yeah i mean there's I, i don't think especially men yeah feel comfortable asking for help
0: we don't you mean right yeah, yeah. Don't, no don't i think enough. we don't yeah yeah we were i mean that's kind of the big takeaway from yesterday's podcast mm. was that that more men should reach out if they you know need help or or, or they feel like they can't reach out because we feel like it's like not manly to well and part of it too is like i you know it just depends on what your situation what you need and i think yeah there should be more groups where men can like do that with each other you know like be vulnerable, ask for help type mm-hmm. of thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're they're out there.
0: I'm sure there's tons of resources.
1: Tons of resources. It's like we're in America. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's there's a resource for everything. But, you know, it's like how does one that might not have many friends or Oof. access to those resources know, you know, how to get the help? Um,
0: well, and as people get older too, I think – It's tougher to make friends. Like when you're a kid, you're just like, hey, do you like Ninja Turtles? Oh, I like them too. And you're like, we're friends. Cool. You know, like, but when you get older, it's like, definitely, I think it's more difficult to make friends.
1: Well, and yeah, I mean, we're living in a digital age. Mm-hmm. You know, I met you because of social media. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? <laughs> Everything's well, I, on so
2: It's like
0: I got a million friends. They're all on social media. I never <laughs> talked to them in real life. I've never really, I don't really know anything about them, but mm-hmm. we're best friends on social media. Yeah,
1: you know? yeah. And so we're, you know, there's that, um, you know, way to engage with other people and make friends. But what if you're not on social media? Okay. Right. Where do you go to meet people? Which is like, how do people date these days if they're not meeting people online? Tinder. That's online though.
0: Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) I mean, well, I think one of them is church. I think that's one where people meet. I think some people still meet in bars. But I think there's actually data on it. And like the number of people who met online is way up. And the number of people meeting in real life is way down. Mm. Like, somebody released this graph, and I think, you know, and yeah. in the past it used what's to dating be... dating
1: in 2023?
0: Dude, I don't even know what dating is anymore. <laughs> I'm scared to date. I'm like, I, I just like, I'm like, I'm not going through another heartbreak. I mean, maybe I'd get really jacked. If I, I just need one more heartbreak. <laughs> oh, no. That's what's keeping me... You just wait next year. My, my, my bodybuilding show this year is going to be nothing. I'm going to get in a relationship... Get broke up with, get my heart broke. Next year, I'm gonna be huge. Really. Like I'm gonna be just capped, like shoulders just capped, huge. Just like I'm like one heartbreak away from being like an IFBB pro, bro. Just like there's it's a pro like, card for your division. There's a pro card in my future if I just need somebody to break my heart. Maybe that girl no, at the tanning don't throw bed. Maybe that tanning the- bed girl. Don't
1: throw that out in the universe.
0: Yeah. Just need, need one more good heartbreak, and I'm probably gonna be really successful.
1: See Mark and I met in college.
0: That's really commendable actually. <laughs> that you guys like cuz like my parents do there. But we
1: probably crossed paths for years and didn't know it because he was going to school in a rival. Yeah. school. No and we way. probably could have ran, in, ran into each other like at football right? games.
0: It's like fate, It's like fate. You met when you were supposed to meet kind of. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. If you believe in that stuff,
1: yeah. Hey, I um it, yeah, it it's you know it was just that's how you met people. You know, the most technology we had were pagers.
0: Isn't that weird? You're right. <laughs> it's so different. I don't even know that like Tinder is a good. I mean, I know a couple. Uh, my manager and his wife, and they're like super good couple. Love each other. They work great together, and they met on Tinder. But it was a few years ago when I think Tinder was a little more.
1: Tinder's still around.
0: Yeah, I think Tinder used to be a little more, people would take it a little more serious. Now I feel like it's probably just a hookup app. Right, right. It doesn't seem as like, yeah. Like you're looking
1: for your future wife, maybe not on that. Well, it's basically like,
0: I mean, what do you do on Tinder? You just look at appearance. You know nothing about who they are. I mean, you write a little paragraph. But it's basically all based on looks, like left, 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 right, left. I mean, what do you get out of that?
1: I would not be, I'm sorry, my husband is good looking, mm-hmm. but I would not be married to him <laughs> or be with him today if I just based it on looks.
0: You have to know, get the I, personality, get to know who they are. Like
1: There was, yeah, I mean.
0: Yeah, it's so limiting. So just trying much to,
1: more to know about a person.
0: Right, and it takes time to get to know people.
1: Yeah. Know? Yeah,
0: I I don't know. I think honestly, a lot of people have trouble finding people in this day and age, date wise, dating wise.
1: Because they're scared, like what you said. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely. (laughs) You want to have some psycho, probably girl or someone that's gonna break your heart. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, I think if you meet the right one, though, you don't. You're not scared.
1: They might not be the sex they are.
0: (laughs) Well, hey. (laughs) I got a couple trans friends, so yeah, shout out to them, yeah. I do too. Yeah. We've got some clients that are. They're great people, but that's true. But I'm just
1: saying, based on appearance. Oh,
0: you might see see. somebody you're super attracted to, and you have no idea that they were born a different sex. Yeah,
1: you better check that pronoun.
0: Right, right. That's true, that's true. You never know. That's
1: the first question, what's your pronoun?
0: Right. Yeah, that stuff's weird. I always don't know what to say about that stuff, like.
1: I don't know. It's getting all complicated.
0: Right. I just like, for me, it's like if I had a client or anybody, I'm just going to do whatever they, whatever they're comfortable with because I'm cool with it. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: If it's not hurting me personally. Yeah. I'm not going to dig too deep into it. Right. But once you're starting to push your values. And if your I beliefs, accidentally,
0: <laughs> that's the thing is if somebody accidentally calls you the wrong one, it's like, don't get mad at them because they didn't know, you know, like. You know what I'm saying? Because that happens sometimes where people get really offended. But it's like, well, if they didn't know better, you know, like... I'm
1: over all this offending thing.
0: Oh, I don't like it either. No. Yeah.
1: I teach, we teach our kids not to be offended. I
0: don't, I don't like offended because it's like... there. You can't have a society where you can't offend people. That's not a society. That's like a dictatorship. That's like a... That's like fascism, basically.
1: I just... No
0: I, one's a lot... Like, no one should ever be promised that you never will be offended in life
1: well and it's how you receive what you feel like you're being offended by so what i where i think it all stems from is are you just are, are you the kind of person that when somebody says something to you you're genuinely trying to understand them right or are you someone just trying to find trouble something wrong with them
0: Right, and I think sometimes a lot of it can be like victim mentality. So just wanting to be a victim sometimes.
1: Yeah. I, um. Like,
0: because trust me, I actually have friends who are trans and gay friends that are completely tired of the.
1: They're probably tired of it. Offended
0: too. stuff too, like super like. My one friend, yeah, I, like I have a trans friend that's over all that stuff. It's like,
1: like just treat me like a person. Yeah,
0: just and it's like call
1: me by my name. <laughs>
0: Right. And it's like, they don't want to be left out of the joke either. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's like, you kind of in like treat them like a kid if you're like, oh, I have to be careful what I say around so and so. They don't want to be treated like a kid. They're like, well, if you have if you're saying something funny, I want to be in on it. I don't want you to like, yeah act different around me or like... Yeah, it's like having
1: someone with a, a disability or something like that. Yeah,
0: you want to treat them <laughs> the same as you treat all your friends. Yeah. And they want to be treated the same way you treat all, I mean, I think that's what equality is, right? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, that stuff can get...
1: It, it's getting out of hand. But like, it, like I said, it, it's, you know, you, we'll call you whatever you want to be called. Right. Fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's where, where I have a problem with it is when now we're... We're trying to push something in our schools on kids who don't think that way to begin with.
0: I think it's um a tough thing being a parent with this because I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. I know a lot of friends that have kids that they are very opinionated about some of this stuff because it's like what are the schools teaching and stuff like that, and like you don't have a lot of control over it.
1: Yeah, well, I I
0: prefer to go by big sexy beast. That's (laughs)
1: like
0: my preferred
1: you, you go in there that, that's the how that,
0: well that's what i like to be referred to just in general just so you guys know okay all right like in the future if you see me it's like hey big sexy beast what's up
1: and then ten other people turn their heads. <laughs> yeah
0: they're all like must be talking about me yeah <laughs> no i don't know yeah i try to like i always think it's like whatever makes people happy you know mm. yeah
1: yeah i i just yeah it we uh, we're where I will have a problem with it is when other people with their values and their morals, you know, that, you know, are are trying to push things on my kids. Right. When, you know, at home we're teaching one thing and mm-hmm. then they're being pushed to believe something else. Right. When, the, when those two collide and they contradict, that's when I'm going to have a problem. It
0: can cause... Yeah. A disconnect between you and your kids, kind of. Yeah. And, yeah,
1: and kids. I mean, and
0: maybe that's not the place of the schools to be teaching. You know.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, it's it's not the teachers. It's it's you know it's coming from a much um, bigger place than yes than them, and you know they have a responsibility to do their jobs. And I well, I, I think most of it comes from like from teachers
0: most of it comes from corporate stuff really i
1: mean well and you know when you're dealing with public schools and who funds these schools
2: yeah (laughs) yeah i went to public school
1: yeah we did too it's
0: weird like it's (laughs) oh look at what's
1: this
0: (laughs) are you watching us no you're watching us simultaneously that's crazy but, yeah, no, totally, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm, like, a big fan of comedy and stuff, too, so I am all about, like.
1: Right, they, tol- like, they are ruining it for all yeah. the great comedians.
0: We got to be able to joke. We got to be able to, like. What
1: are we going to laugh about yeah. <laughs> if we can't laugh at ourselves?
0: I know, and that's the thing is, like, having a sense of humor about yourself is huge.
1: And I I love, you know, we're Filipino, so, yeah. of course, we love yeah. Jokoi. Right. Oh yeah, that dude's great. <laughs> he is great. I know Joe Coy. Yeah. yeah. Um, well,
0: gosh. and it's like you got to be able to be made fun of. You have to be able and, to poke fun at yourself too.
1: Well, and that's what makes him so funny. Is yeah. he doesn't just poke fun at our own culture. Yeah. But everybody else's too, like other great comedians. And so mm-hmm. we're gonna put them all out of business. Those are the greatest comedians. Yeah, and yeah. we're gonna miss out on a lot of you know good times. If, I think
0: we need that more than ever now.
1: We need Comedy. to laugh again. Yeah. Remember in Living Color?
0: St- oh, my God. <laughs> that show was the best.
1: Was, if you played that today, could Like, you I was just
0: watching, like, Jamie Foxx. It was, like, that blind dating show, and it was, like, uh, I think David Allen Greer is playing one of the male contestants. Wanda? And he's, like, dressed as Wanda, and he's over there, like, you know, he's doing that Wanda oh, thing.
1: Wanda started the Botox. Oh,
0: I mean, basically, because remember, he used to do that. He'd be like, <laughs> and, uh, you know, David Allen oh, Greer. Hey. Comes over and the first time like he sees Wanda, he just starts laughing and like he can't even he breaks character. Goes <laughs> okay. over, he hugs Jim Carrey, and he's just <laughs> he like can... laughing. You can't even do the character. That was and Jamie Foxx is just sitting there like,
1: oh what what's wrong? You know, just like
0: <laughs> Dude, I watched, used to watch that stuff yeah. like so like
1: I used to tape it.
0: Yeah, it would be I said like tape. <laughs> usually we'd go to school or whatever at night, you know, and then my parents would come home and then at night, like usually They would let me, like, because we only had, like, two TVs, one downstairs and one in my parents' room. And it was, like, the old-fashioned, like, old TV. But we could, like, usually, like, me and my sister would get to go in Mom and Dad's room and watch, like, sitcoms with them or, like, Mm. TV. And at night, it would be In Living Color would come on, and they'd let us watch it when we started getting older. And that shit was the funniest yes. thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I still remember Fire Marshal Bill. Like, let me show you something. You know, like, oh, that stuff was great.
1: Homie the Clown.
0: Homie, don't play that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that stuff. And you're right that none of it would fly nowadays, mm-hmm. which is sad because it's so funny. It was so relevant. I mean, that's where J-Lo got her start. Right. She was a fly girl. Right. Remember that? And like you know, Wayne's
1: Brothers. all the Wayne's
0: brothers, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I just watched a Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx movie. If you have Netflix, he's in this like new vampire movie. That's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like he plays a vampire killer I and, um, it's kind of a comedy and it's got, um, uh, James Franco's little brothers in it. And so like, he's like, He's basically a vampire killer. I don't know. It's really but it's a comedy. It's funny. (laughs) But yeah, you wouldn't have Jamie Foxx. You wouldn't have any of these people without that show. And that show, and Jim Carrey, I mean, that dude was the shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, that show was, In Living Color was great.
1: I wouldn't mind going going back to that time.
0: Remember that shit? Like, they're like uh, men on film. They're like, we give it two snaps (laughs) and all that shit. (laughs)
1: Yep. But, yeah. yeah,
0: Jamie Foxx as Wanda, that would not fly now. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Well, not at all because, yeah. like, you're making fun of, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But that was funny. That was simple fun. It was not meant to be hurtful in any way. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, <laughs> well, anyway, that's we're at, like, two and a half hours. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I didn't even think I'd... Have well, enough to say for thirty minutes, remember? Yeah, okay, it, it goes time flies in
0: this room. It's like you just start that's we we should like you are
1: good at conversation. We should
0: break out the whiskey. What? No, I'm just kidding. I can't, I'm on prep.
1: <laughs> I'm like, uh oh my coach I w- is gonna see this.
0: Oh I know. Well what? my coach is Jordan and he's like, Man, if I was on that show, I'd be sipping that whiskey the whole really? time.
1: Yeah, well, he'd he, probably like, be like, oh, it'll relax you. Good he, for your cortisol."
0: Right now, he probably wouldn't because he's got a show coming up. But I think he oh. he actually does like whiskey. <laughs> he, you know, like I've I've been at a barbecue with him before, and he'll he'll have a little whiskey. He's not scared of it or anything. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I think that's probably a good place to call it for tonight.
1: Okay, I answer yeah. all your questions.
0: I think you did. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: don't know. I just felt. Like, let's just talk let's about just what are some talking. of your goals
0: for the next year. And then we'll call it. We'll wrap it up after that. I mean, you kind of already told me.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, and...
0: See the new Avatar movie. No, that's one of
1: mine. <laughs> yeah. Um. Some of the some of my personal goals this year. Yeah. Um. You know, I. Um, I. I think I mentioned. You know, I, I'm pretty involved with our church. Yeah. And so, um, a big one is really growing our women's ministry. Yeah. Um and uh our um our life group, which involves um a lot of young adults and um young professionals. Mm-hmm. um yeah just kind of uh getting more involved there and helping reach out to communities mm-hmm. um, building that's... building new communities um, continuing to hopefully be a light <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's that's good i mean that's similar to like with the men's group thing like having resources for women as well you know like so it's just about building community and i liked what you said about you know just always i like what you said about there's never a finish line because i think so many people think that there's some kind of ending goal and then life's rainbows and butterflies and you just stop working it's like no you have to work up till the day you die i mean You get to a level at anything, and you have to maintain that level by working. Mm -hmm. There's never a time when you just get to rest on your laurels and give. You know, like you're always wanting to be better, and and even if it's not with like bodybuilding or some ambitious thing like work, it's like you said, just relationships, how you treat people, just being a better person every day. Like you can always keep growing. Mm -hmm. I feel like so. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that was a good lesson, and I think that's a good place to end the podcast. And I, I appreciate you being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And that was uh, fun. Thank you to everybody for listening. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh... <laughs>